0: I thought you were dead. Get
1: the sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I
2: heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead, back there. He was worse than dead. It must be dead. Is this a dead man, doctor? Oh is
0: Uh, Is we that how s- we start the episode? Pusher T, me yeah. being—they—they uh, they call me Pusher push T at BoxCon because I push all the employees <laughs> off the top when they're thinking yeah. about it. I don't need to push most of them. Most of them know they're going to try to kill themselves. They're ready to jump. I, yeah. on the other hand, yeah, cannot waste company time.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, some of those employees are Final just push. like uh, they've broken their stiletto, and uh, the scream guys come and they're like, "Okay, I get it." Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> Alright, no more standing on the edge there, people. Move along. We have iPhones to build. Get a push mm-hmm. from Pusher T.
2: Yep. Push your T.
0: Oh guys. Show. Mike's not here again. Welcome to Rose You belong here. So does Mike. He, <laughs> he doesn't feel so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all right. My name's Tom.
3: Good day. I'm Travis.
1: And I'm Connor. Um I don't know. England. Yeah. We're Dude, still on. We're
2: in it. So much England. I I just want to, and I want to replace all the urinal cakes at my local pub with black pudding.
1: I mean, also basically going from wow. Burton to Elizabeth, and then there's a future plan that's going to fill in the gap between them. We're basically doing all of the British history, British Empire history, in three figures. Wow,
2: that's, that's right. You don't need to take an AP class or a one-on-one class on England. It's right here, dog. We've got it. And if you're a patron, I've been doing way, way back in English history. I'm doing a coloring book on Stonehenge, and we're learning about how they built Stonehenge.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I saw you posted something about crayons. I saw the coloring. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. We're we're such
0: supportive (laughs) co-hosts. Yeah, we we have our shit together as a team.
2: I'm going through different (laughs) mediums. So I did crayon. And then I did the marker. (laughs) I've got watercolors. That's beautiful.
1: These are wonderful. How many of these are
0: you doing on the stream? How long did you do this?
2: Each stream is like an hour. Wow. It's kind of like, what is it? ASMR Bob Ross style. I'm just telling you about pretty little dicks. That's nice. I like that.
1: That's good. Oh, yeah. Um, How was your week, Connor? Uh, My week was good. Uh, trying to think of a anecdote that I could lead the show with, but I got nothing. I just I had a That's fun right. week. Went to a party. There you go. Went to a party. Yeah. Hell did you yeah. Uh, did you get fucked Hi. up? I was pretty drunk. I got high lifes. I you know nice. what? Actually, that Ooh. is nice. I left the uh, left work. I was working Saturday, and I was like, all right, got to go pick up beer, and then I'm driving to my friend's apartment, and. At lunch, I knew I was like, I'm getting a 12 of High Life's and I'm getting the bottles specifically. Isn't that the best feeling? <laughs> I was so happy to just know exactly what I wanted to drink seven hours before I got to drink it.
0: <laughs> oh, that is a good feeling.
1: Yeah.
2: Tom, I I feel like when, when, we, when we were young, we drank High Life's so much that I can't drink High
1: Life's anymore. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I drank them so much when I was young that I loved them. Actually, <laughs> on Saturday,
0: I drank a High Life 2. Now I'm see? recalling. I went out with young Ian. Oh, And uh, yeah, me and Ian, we bond over going to metal shows. So uh, there was one metal show in Amityville very close to us that we couldn't go to. Suffocation, Sanguisugabog. It it's at Amityville Music Hall. My friend owns that venue, and I just hate going there because <laughs> it's so packed. They oversell the shows. Uh, so we went to a show. Um, I didn't know any of the bands. I was like, I'm just going to see a metal show. That's we'll fine. see what happens. Uh, Sanguisugabag. No, not Sanguisugabag. We went to see, um, it doesn't matter. It was called Mutilated Fest. And at it, we drank many Budweiser's and one High Life. One <laughs> nice. High life.
1: Yes. Nice. That was a and terrible a story. Day. Well, that was th- a good week, though. We, yeah, we besides, o,
2: besides OE, High Life is the best for adding orange juice.
1: Ooh, I'm going to try to. Yes. What's this? Is there a name for? The Brass life? Monkey, right? Uh, well, the, a brass Monkey English. is the Old English, which is a malt liquor. Yeah. But I think. All right. So
0: there is a name and I hate it. I think it's a Manmosa. A mm. miller, oh, Miller High Life Orange. Right. Which yeah. makes
1: me not want to drink it. But no. it, is,
0: it is a really good. Uh, the, the flavor
1: is perfect for a little yeah. OJ in there. You got it. We can think of a better name a rebranding. Yeah. Uh
2: squeezed hemorrhoids. Ooh, I like
1: it. That's terrible. <laughs> Travis, how was your week? Did you drink a high life?
2: Uh no, I didn't drink a high life. I'm I've been so festive this year. I'm like a basic bitch. Mm. I go and I've been I Dutch Bros has a sweater weather chai. I've been drinking that. Oh god. Drinking pumpkin beer right now. <laughs> Good. I don't know what it Good. is. <laughs> Wonderful. I think I'm hitting menopause or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look,
0: I mean, if it was up to me, I would have put a stop to that a long time ago, but there is no stopping it. Yeah. So enjoy it, mm-hmm. Travis. Enjoy it.
2: Oh uh, Yes. Right now I'm drinking a great gourds of fire and it tastes like, I don't know, just a bunch of spice in my beer. Pumpkin
0: beers, things like that yeah gab gab is the kind of like she's like oh it's summertime and they've started rolling out the pumpkin beers and you look at the expiration date it's like this has like
1: a week left because it's last year <laughs> yeah and she's like it's still good i'm buying it
3: yeah 17 dollars for bash. a four
1: pack i'm buying it don't like the pumpkin beers
2: no so, yeah i'm just i'm just getting festive i put a a ghost um it's like a fake neon light in the fifth floor of my apartment so everyone can see it just getting,
0: getting in the season, dog. All right. Season it up. That's cool. Do you have a Halloween costume? Where are you going to be for Halloween, by the way? Are you going to be on the East Coast?
2: I got invited to your party, but I'm going to a funeral, so. <laughs> Come oh, boy. Come after. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'll see how late I'm out. out you know, maybe I'll drop by. All I'll right. be dressed as somebody going to a funeral.
1: That's cool. You can, it's my costume. You can say you're the body. Just throw on a little, like, pale... Ah. <laughs> Makeup, yeah, yeah. There yeah, yeah. So I'm the I'm a dead body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is an easy so, move, but, but yeah, I'll be back east for Halloween.
2: Nice, and we got a special episode coming out on Halloween. But let's talk about the Queen dog.
1: Yeah, let's talk about Elizabeth. Do you think she ever? She definitely didn't trick or treat. No, but she do you, didn't do anything. fun She ever dressed up once in a costume for Halloween. I well, think they don't really do it in Brent England, so I she probably
0: they, dressed up all in leather and got beat up, got put yeah. into a fucking box and stabbed with penises. Was gimped a little bit? Yeah, like that. That's my guess. See... Put that in yeah, your I mental could... dog.
2: I can also see her getting, going to Venice and wearing one of the masquerade masks where you don't actually put them on your face.
1: Oh, she just holds it up? Yeah.
2: yeah. Look at me, I'm a clown boy that likes glass and spaghetti.
0: Yeah, glue feathers to me. Yeah. with With your HP sauces. <laughs> Serve me up like fish and chip. You Mash go. me like the peas. <laughs> oh yes, that's fanny pack.
1: Her.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So we left off in the last episode where Elizabeth is now a grandmother, um, but she still has three other children unwed. Most conspicuously of all is Charles, the heir to the throne. Uh, but first, before we can get to Charles's lovely bride, there's a momentous change in the UK. When on March 28th, 1979, the Tory Party wins a massive majority in Parliament for the first time in quite a while, bringing in their new Prime Minister, Margaret Hilda Thatcher. Oh damn!
2: This is like this is like uh, Ronald Reagan's gimp, right? She's like a fucking cum slut for Ronald Reagan.
1: Uh, I think um, it would probably worked the other way almost. Mm, like, really? Reagan was like simping for the Iron Lady. A reverse Ooh.
0: Tony Blair Bush, Bush kind thing. of yeah. thing. That's fun. Mm. Yeah. I like
1: her. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> As will yeah, become that, abundantly clear. <laughs> that's fine. I do know
2: a lot of people in England that would like would like piss on her grave. I think it's guarded still.
1: It's still guarded. Um yeah. <laughs> there's I'll just stay this tangent now. There's a great clip on the internet somewhere. If you look up uh, Drive a Steak Through Her Heart, you'll find it. It's the day that Thatcher dies. Someone interviews a Scottish woman outside the service who's, like, protesting. And there's this, like, little tiny little Scottish lady. And he's like, what would you say to Margaret if she was here now? And he, she just responds in this really thick accent. I drive a steak through her heart to make sure she's dead and ring garlic <laughs> around her neck. I <laughs> <laughs> he, guy's like... You think that's a little harsh to speak ill of that? She goes, "I don't fucking care. I don't care," and walks away. <laughs> and I love that lady.
0: Wow, yeah. So Couple champs, a lot of a lot of kayfabe over there in England. Yeah,
1: because we know yeah. behind closed doors they're just sipping tea. <laughs> yeah. So Elizabeth's only six months older than Thatcher, um, but they have very different personalities and obviously a very different upbringing. Um, Thatcher's not from a poor background, but still. Humble compared to the Queen of England. Yeah, um, stretch. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I also feel like both of their haircuts are, look like they're solids. Oh uh, yeah, like, like domes.
1: <laughs> like it's carved by a sculptor rather than cut with uh, scissors.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thatcher's looked like a beta though of yeah. what Elizabeth, because Elizabeth looked like it sit on her head right. Thatcher's yeah. did not. No, it was yeah. it
2: was like a solid bowl She never
0: figured
1: it out. Yeah,
2: that's what money can buy you, fellas and ladies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Thatcher was combative, very upfront, um, had a tendency to lecture people, and had a thin and some will protest that uh, it did not exist at all sense of humor. Whereas Elizabeth was noted for being witty, um, was always very subtle in the way she dealt with her power, and uh, always liked to like listen and then use one line to cut someone down. Whereas Thatcher is like a yeller, kind of. Um, one of Elizabeth's cousins described the two women in their respective roles as queen and prime minister as, quote, the queen is the mother of the country and Thatcher is the headmistress who makes the rules you have to obey.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, Big source of friction between the two, although they mostly had a cordial relationship, is that Thatcher was a royalist and extremely formal to a fault. So most other prime ministers, even the ones who weren't, super big monarchy fans they could have casual conversations with elizabeth and like talk about matters of state whereas thatcher was like kind of constantly bowing and curtsying and like always afraid of like breaking protocol um you said
2: you said last week there was the one prime minister who told her that he was resigning over like washing dishes yes yeah they're yeah
1: he like they had a casual relationship and like he was probably her favorite prime minister him or winston yeah Uh, So you bring up the dishes like that's um, whenever Elizabeth and the family hosted these big barbecues in Balmoral Estate, the estate in Scotland um, Philip would do all the cooking and Elizabeth would like do all the dishes and um, clear the table and like wait on everyone because it was their chance to like relax on their bajillion dollar estate and apparently Thatcher was so thrown off by this custom that she was like constantly standing up and trying to take the plates out of Elizabeth's hand to clean them herself that eventually Elizabeth just said in like a loud whisper to her cur- uh one of like the court hangers on people, um, quote, Could someone tell that woman to sit down? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I could imagine this barbecue being the most expensive barbecue
0: ever. Oh, yeah. because it probably had a dumb waiter in it. Like, could <laughs> yeah. you imagine Philip just like, Yes, I am useful? Be very useful and there's a guy in the secret service just putting like nicely cooked stuff on yeah. the grill and pulling it up pulling it up and going yeah. oh. all right it's in place yeah flick on the flames to make it look real good job <laughs> philip you've even prepared the macaroni salad
1: there uh we're out of sausages sir can charles slice off a finger what a, what a pain <laughs> in the ass
2: yeah you just see uh Prince Philip uh, pulling off the Tesco uh, yeah. label of the macaroni <laughs> yeah. salad.
1: Yeah. Dumping a... it into like a pr- priceless China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Napoleon's. Suppers on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Thatcher would be the longest serving prime minister under Elizabeth for the entirety of her reign. She would be uh, PM for the entirety of the 1980s and was Prime Minister during some of the most critical moments of Elizabeth's reign. The first of these would occur only five months into Thatcher's premiership. On August 27th, 1979, the IRA detonated a bomb on the ship of Dickie Mountbatten in Sligo. If you remember, Dickie Mountbatten is Philip's uncle. He is also Elizabeth's cousin. He's the reason that Philip takes the name Mountbatten, and that's why the royal family is the Mountbatten-Windsors. And so Dicky, along with his sorry, um his daughter-in-law, one of his grandsons, and a 15 year old local boy who was working on the ship were all killed in the bombing. Only two or three other people were on board that survived. Uh wait
2: so, so this wasn't like a navy ship this was like a yacht. No this
1: was a fishing sh- a f- like private family oh. fishing boat that the IRA planted a bomb on and remote detonated from a hill looking over the bay Oh okay Yeah
2: So so they were just trying to pull off a little bit of like uh you know the 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 tea party
1: thing They just you killed you're the world This is
0: a big, big get They're just evening the playing
1: field Yeah he was also yeah. like the a big he was a bigwig in the Navy. I think at one point he was like a political figure on Ireland, so he was a target specifically. Mm. Um, but also, it's a royal, member of the Royal Family. That's a, that's a prime target for the IRA. Blow him up. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I have to ask, because uh, I know a uh, British veteran that served in Ireland during the Troubles. I have to ask him if they went into the crowd saying, Remember Dickie! <laughs> Remember Dickie! Don't forget
1: <laughs> <I> Dickie! <getcha!" laughs>
0: <laughs> you just refer to all the conflict in ireland the troubles
1: that's that's what it's called what really it's, called? it's the troubles i yeah. didn't know that that is like at the period from like the late 60s up until the good friday agreement in 98 is the troubles that
0: is the most english slash irish no, uh, yeah, name it's an
1: irish like it's what the irish called it. it's the just troubles. the troubles because it's like ah. while it was going on it was the troubles because that what do you refer to it as they're like ah oh, the troubles i don't you know, know. they're going on you don't. You're be right. Like, you're right. I yeah, mean, like, it's, it's just, it's just so, so like vague. It's yeah. vague. It's perfectly vague. It's perfectly vague, and that's what it, the conflict was. It Was just vague. Um, just, I think we, it's like it's like yeah, the war on drugs being called like the bothering.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: the over yeah, bothering changes,
2: us. <laughs> change the American Revolution to the American Troubles. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I am a fan.
1: Yeah, uh, this is a big day for the IRA. They didn't just kill Dickie Mountbatten. Also on August twenty seventh they carried out the Warren point ambush. Uh, Warren point was a border crossing between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. They ambushed a British army convoy and killed 18 British soldiers and wounded. I think another 30 or 40, uh, it would be the single bloodiest event in all of the troubles for the British army. Um, this would be like the highest killed in one single event. And, there was graffiti in the north st- um, all over the place in the IRA strongholds that read 13 Gone and Not Forgotten, We Got 18 and Mountbatten. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, Them and their limericks. Re- yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: re- Regular old Irish Banksy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this kind of, this was just after the Queen had been there. This really is a huge escalation of the conflict. And then in the 80s is when this that's like the height of the troubles, when the most murders and random bombings are going on and things like that Uh, the royal family has uh, you know they're in mourning after this obviously Dickie is a close family friend um, and family member Uh, Philip was distraught saying quote I fear it will take me a very long time to forgive these people referring to the Irish that's one of the nicer things one of the family members said Princess Margaret our favorite uh, of the royal family members called the Irish pigs just in general
2: All of them, all of them are pigs. I, I think I imagine her saying that they're pigs on a jet ski and then just like ripping <laughs> off into the Irish they're Sea. They're pigs
1: in it and then, boom, like zipping off. Yeah. Well, know, it's, with a like a twenty-year-old stud on the back.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. odd though because the British have done a lot of bad things to the Irish historically. No, you don't say. This is what I've heard. Yeah. Now the Troubles might be new to me, the terminology, but I did know about the Troubles. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I be- I believe historically uh, they have been bad to the Irish. Yes. So <laughs> we're going to say maybe, ho- shut, it, yeah, maybe shut, shut it, Margaret. Yeah, maybe shut it. Well, Just, yeah. maybe. All right. If it's they're pigs, then
1: you're the butcher of the pigs. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. That's a good. And sorry that one of the pigs bit your hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe they're not for you to be slicing. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth, for her part, focuses almost all of her attention on Dickie's two grandsons that had survived the attack. Um, and just as like, they go, there's a quote that she went into grandmothering mode and that's what she did for like the next few weeks was sequestered from public life and was just with the two boys and that'll be important, uh, later because Charles took refuge in two different women at this time. You know, he had just lost his great-uncle, someone his father was very close with. One of them is his ex-girlfriend, Camilla Parker Bals. Um Camilla, at this time, already had two children with her husband, but was pretty much openly unfaithful about it. Great. The Queen knew of this little tryst, but didn't say anything to Charles at the time, thinking it was just, you know, whatever. He's banging abroad.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: a little more troublesome is that the other person Charles was seeking comfort in was... The Lady Diana Spencer.
0: Oh. Commoner. Oh, yes. Commoner.
1: Well, no, not even really. I know. <laughs> <That's>,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know. The that's the crazy what they like you to believe. Everyone's
1: like the people's and, princess. Yeah, yeah. She was, who one was of royalty. Us. Yes.
0: <laughs> She's definitely been bowling yeah. with us.
2: Also, definitely hotter than Camilla. Oh my god,
0: hundred percent. Uh yeah. with the exception
1: of the haircut yeah Diana i was like kind of struck by for, that for an english Ooh. like looking back at how weird diana's haircuts were yeah and then i'm like oh it's the 80s and 90s sure but like it's business large <laughs> business with padding <laughs> yeah. what yeah. what men did with suits in the 20s
0: women did with their hair in the 80s yeah that's true yeah
2: no i mean uh i don't know if we're gonna talk about this later but you had us do some homework connor and uh my partner my, gr- my girlfriend said that she was a style icon
1: oh she was and if you if you think
2: about it that haircut every lady had that haircut in the early 90s
1: she's the reason for it i think yeah yeah hmm um so lady diana lady diana lady diana (laughs) um was the granddaughter of the queen mother's um one of her best friends so the queen Mother's elizabeth's mom she was also the daughter of the Queen's former equerry, which is like the royal horsemaster. Mm. So the stablemaster, but rich. Everyone needs one of those. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny Spencer. Now, Johnny was the last in a long line of a Whig family dating back to the Middle Ages and was one of the wealthiest men in England. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah. Uh, wait, for all of his money from hair.
2: <laughs>
0: W-H-I-G. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, WHIG. Oh, okay. WHIG. okay.
2: I thought you were talking about hair money.
1: Yeah, his um, great
2: grandson uh, Danny D. Yeah, he
1: had a horse. Car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was the stable master <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone's um, got to fuck
0: these horses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Spencers had been one of the families instrumental in bringing the Hanovers to England in the 1700s. So there were even like people accusing and like of like sniping each other with like, oh well, if it weren't for Diana's family, they wouldn't even be king and queen right now. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Whoa, hot take! And also, um, Diana would at one point remark that she shouldn't have married into a German family. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) which that's a great English like burn that you shouldn't have married the monarch because they're German. No, yeah, good point. (laughs) The the Germans, yeah. So that's why she's Lady Diana is because her family is unbelievably wealthy. Um, Now, Charles had already dated Diana's older sister Jane a few years earlier. (laughs) player mm-hmm. yeah um they but, say that's what the white kids say what a player yeah.
2: what a player did he get both of them at once <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: uh so after the death of dickie mountain Batten, that's when they kind of reconnected uh charles and diana for the first time they'd met you know as kids growing up um but charles is 31 diana is 19 at the time uh, but everyone in the family is like kind of cheering for this relationship to work because they noticed that uh Charles, who would always kind of been like vacillating from one thing to the next, seemed to finally be on like a straight path, like you know he was focused path. Life.
0: that's good Wh- <laughs>
2: why why is it the 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 first in line because I feel like Charles looks weird. His ears are way too big, he looks fucked up. <laughs> he's got the sausages, and- yeah. he looks like Andrew- an
0: American political cartoon. Like he yeah, looks an- he looks like, <laughs> like every time I look at him, I'm like, he's gotta be an American cartoon. He's not yeah. really British.
2: Yeah. Like, Andrew doesn't I mean he is fucked up, but he doesn't look as fucked up. Yeah. But it's the same with like William and Harry. Because yeah. I mean William looks like a fucking I don't like like somebody's jeweler, you know, like with a like balding and just
0: and He does look Harry bad. He does like have a a, Yeah, he does have a Harry Potter look to him.
1: If if William just ever wore like a white tank and Adidas tracks pants, Mm -hmm. he would look like any other dumb as fuck like English fifty year old man who's just like spends every weekend every weeknight in the pub. Like that's what he looks like. This is this is what he should
0: be doing then. Yeah. He He should be be doing exactly that. And every time he talks to someone, he goes, You're not so different, you and (laughs) I (laughs) <laughs> something like that and, that's, you know? and
1: then the monarchy does approve free, free so like, let's
0: give them all the power yeah let's get rid of this house parliament thing they're yeah, just get being this, rude kick this the guy commons up. get yeah.
1: i want this guy um but everyone loves them uh, as a couple they're really hoping it will work out uh the press gets wind that the future king may have found his future queen so coverage of the two kind of explodes at this time Uh um, they're all starts stories of rumors and Uh, Stories surrounding their relationship. Many of them accuse Elizabeth and Philip of pressuring Charles to marry Diana. Um, But it was probably more like, they were like, Charles, make a decision. Either break it off with this girl, or if you love her, marry her. And he's like, well, all right, I'll marry her. And they're like, good, that means you're in love. And he goes, sure.
2: (laughs) And he he ghosts Camilla for now.
1: (laughs) Maybe not for long. (laughs) Okay. Um, so their, uh, engagement is formally announced to the public on February 24th, 1981 with a wedding to follow in July wedding takes place in St. Paul's cathedral rather than Westminster Abbey, which is usually the site of all the royal functions. Um, this is because one, it'll fit the bigger crowd that we expect. And two, um, kind of like an appeasement to the people because Westminster is like the royal church and St. Paul's is the people's church kind of thing. Whatever, because the the guest list is very extensive. Uh, includes the throat goat Nancy Regan. Oh, nice. Yep, and uh, curiously, also invited to this wedding is Camilla Parker Bowles and her husband that she'd been cheating on Who? with the groom. Wow. <laughs> oh, was Elton John there? Uh, probably. He definitely goes to a bigger event. That's gonna finish the episode. <laughs> Great.
3: Great.
1: <laughs> Uh, it's a huge hit. Everyone loves them. Six hundred thousand people line the streets of London to watch them go up and down in their carriage. There's an estimated seven hundred and fifty million people watching worldwide. And if you know anything about where this story is going, um, everyone who's there has some story at the time now of like, oh well, we could see it then. We had all these warning signs then, but at the time, no one made mention of any of these warning signs. It was portrayed as like a fairy tale wedding, and the you know. The king and future king and queen of England.
2: I'm gonna say, you know, it came out in well, here comes my cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <They> got gotcha. <laughs> Um so what came out in nineteen eighty one, Jesse's Girl, Bruce Springsteen. Do you think they were listening to that? I probably probably played at the reception. Yeah, yeah.
0: Big hit. Yeah. Rick Springfield killing it. You mean was that, they televised the whole thing and no one caught charles with the appetizer chopstick going across his neck staring at diana <laughs> the knifing motion no they missed it oh okay they missed that part because <laughs> yeah. i saw that, the camera first thing the saw. ceiling they the ceiling yeah he's just giving her a grin yeah real happy like hey <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're right and there then, charles uh, Prince, uh, yes. Prince philip gives her a bunch of hot
1: wheels and then steps on them yeah <laughs> rat poison <laughs> Uh, press coverage of the two, uh, only intensifies in the period after, even though both of them were kind of hoping like, all right, maybe we'll calm down now that we're married. In fact, it does the opposite. Uh, it was so bad, uh, the press coverage during Diana's pregnancy, cause she's pregnant very shortly after, uh, that at one point Elizabeth summons 21 editors of the various newspapers and magazines in England to Buckingham palace for a meeting that basically is like stop fucking following my son and his wife around. Oh, boy. That's scandalous right (laughs) there. The editor of The Sun refuses to go and says, oh, I already have a meeting with Rupert Murdoch that day. Sure. Smart. (laughs) Um, And then one guy uh, responds that's like, he, she had said, you know, like, why, you don't have to follow her down to the store, she just wants to go down to the store and, like, do her shopping in Scotland on, like, can't you just le- leave her alone? And this one guy responds, well, can't she send a servant out to do it? And Elizabeth really didn't like that comment. She's like, that's the most pompous thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, it's well, true. But though. it's true. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't yeah. you just fucking, if you're pissed at the cameras, just send your, your servants to go do your things. Yeah. Keep playing fucking Nintendo. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. yeah. Tom, I know for a while you were obsessed with having a man.
0: I, I do like company.
2: <laughs> no, but like my
1: man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a Batman yeah. who does your things like, for
0: you? Well, just like a, like a friend. It, like, it has to be a friend. I don't want to hire some schlub. I don't know. Basically, you want Mike to be around more often. Yeah, I want Mike <laughs> to hang out and like, if I need him to do something, it's like, hey, you're kind of on the clock right now. You got to go do this. So yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, can, I have a friend who can do these favors. And it's not because I'm famous, obviously. It's just because I like don't want <laughs> to go get beer on, right turtle,
1: now. You want a turtle from Entourage. Oh, <laughs> my man do it. I've yeah. never yeah. seen Entourage,
2: so maybe. But, good. That's a good thing. <laughs> but you will have Mike required to wear white gloves because you don't want his filthy hands on anything. If he was to pick person. me up
0: something that I'm putting in my yeah. mouth, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. If he was just, <laughs> if he was just uh, setting up the bocce ball. Uh, that's fine <laughs> you trust him on that yeah, yeah. trust oh, okay him. yeah right. basically which is just taking a bag out and removing the balls <laughs> uh, that's fine he's he
1: could be in his work clothes yeah um, so the wedding fervor does finally abate but that is only because the second big test of Margaret Thatcher's premiership and the biggest test of Thatcher's whole career probably not for Elizabeth she didn't really do much is on April 2nd 1982 Argentina invades the Falkland Islands.
3: Mm. Do oh. either of you
1: know what the Falkland Islands are? Uh,
0: no, but I'm assuming they're close to Argentina. Yes. Because I don't see Argentina travel much.
2: <laughs> Travis? I mean, I do know the Falklands, but like, I shouldn't know the Falklands.
1: No one should. <laughs> no, yeah. Here's what you should picture if you don't know what the Falkland Islands are. They are like 380 miles off the coast of Argentina, basically picture Scotland, the, like topography and culture of Scotland in the South Atlantic, except really tiny. And instead of like the million or couple million people that live in Scotland, there are at in 1982, 1820 people who live there. <laughs> They are not in any way indigenous or Argentinian. I'm going to say that right at the beginning. These are pasty white British people. Okay. (laughs) That have lived here for a couple hundred years. Yeah. The Spanish Uh, found it uninhabited. There was no one there. They said, this is ours because it was Spain and it was the 1600s. They're running land up. That's their bag. The British take it over from Spain. I forget when. I don't even think it was a war. I think they kind of just bought it from them. It was just like a Royal Navy refueling station. Like it was a coal station for a little while. And then it was just sheep agriculture. So they're all British. These are all very British people. Okay.
2: And inbred.
1: And probably really inbred. Very inbred. Yeah.
2: No, that, that vet that I mentioned, the English vet that was also doing the troubles, he was actually in the Falklands as well. And he's told me stories uh, about just, he's like, why the hell are we there? He's like yeah. laying. And it's it's not even like... The, the, uh, a lot of the, like, yeah, it's, it's farmable, but it, like you said, it's like Scotland. So, like, they're in these, like, marsh, kind of yeah. marshy areas, like, laying down with, they're unable to, like, dig trenches because it's just, yeah. like, it's like marshland or, like,
1: rocky yeah. outcroppings where just grass grows. That's why it's all sheep herders. So,
0: but I, you know- I'm kind of imagining, like, this, the Falkland Islands could probably be explained in some type of, mary poppins-esque uh, half animation <laughs> musical from disney <laughs> yeah. where they talk yeah. about spots around the world why it's important to drink a spot of tea around the world yeah and, yeah. Th- and then they go explore it um you,
2: well you know what does grow there dead dinosaurs
1: Oh. oh i didn't know that oil Oh, oh, I got that. Oh, yeah. that I—I <laughs> I thought you meant like there's a rich paleontology culture there, but I just no, no, missed no. no, out no. I'm
2: talking about the mushy, mushy dinosaur. <laughs> that
0: explains everything. Because while you
1: were talking, Wait, about I don't it... think there's that much oil there.
2: Yeah, there's oil there for sure.
1: I'm googling this because no, like I—I've I've never heard that there was like. Did they discover it after the war?
2: I possibly Falklands. Um, I'm pretty sure there's oil.
3: Let's see. Because that would
1: be a better motivator for Argentina to take it, but nothing I've ever seen said oil was a motivator. Yeah, it a looks motivator. like they... Uh, well, it's they, a
2: big oil field.
0: Yeah, offshore oil reserves. Oh. It's a business yeah, so- based on exploring? South yeah.
2: Basin, all this area around the Falklands is oil, like offshore oil.
0: Well, well, well. All right. my uh, Way to go. My thought of retardation... Has now uh, <laughs> stopped being retarded and more about a viable, uh, sustainable energy source that yeah, people and now are battling. Yeah,
2: wonderful over. company founded with the headquarters in London, founded in 2004, called Falkland Oil and Gas Limited, <laughs> that I'm sure is a shell company for something.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I want a shell company. I need to make more money first. Can Roast Morton be a shell company?
2: Yes. It is. Hi, IRS. Roast Mortem is a shell company. Yes. we're gonna. Our headquarters is in the Bahamas. We should all just move to Bahamas. I'd do not it. Not pay tax.
1: That'd be nice. <laughs> Come on down. All right. It does look like a lot of these oil rigs only started in the t- 2000s. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. they were getting ready. So it looks like they found it in the 90s. Anyway. So, maybe the Argentinians found it. Probably not. The main reason that Argentina (laughs) invaded these islands is, uh, if we have Argentine listeners, we might lose some by just insulting them during the Falklands War, but it's a hilarious incident, because (laughs) it's like they're being run by this military junta that's failing, and Mm. so... They glom on to this idea that actually the Falklands are Argentinian because we claimed them in this during this collapse of the Spanish Empire. Oh. So the British should give them back, even though it's populated by a bunch of pasty English guys. So they start this whole campaign of the Falklands are Argentinian. We need to return them to their rightful home, even though, again, at no point in history has argentina owned these islands uh, if we haven't lost you yet argentinians uh, my
0: brother-in-law was just there he said it's been the worst food of all of his travels oh the what? word really? he's
1: been to many many countries he is brazilian so there might be a little bias no he's
0: he has no pride <laughs> with that stuff okay. he's like he's the kind of guy who counts sea salt
1: on things you
0: know all right he, all he's right. like he's very he's picky with his food he he likes examining it he's into it i trust his word on food yeah all right um, so we're
1: gonna keep losing more argentina
0: exactly i'm well, so
2: gonna bring him back because i just ordered some yerba mate love that shit
0: nice oh cool man did you order it from them? Probably
2: yes. not. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. shit. The Yerba Mati grown in the Falkland Islands. I just I especially bought it. Oh, I don't even think I can grow that. That will
1: drive away more Argentinian listeners, though.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right? Still
3: British.
1: So they invade the islands on the early morning of the 2nd. There's actually a radio broadcast that is live when the Argentinians break into this room. And the guy is just narrating it in the most hilarious, like, matter-of-fact British fashion. And you just hear these dudes yelling at him in Spanish, and Uh like, threatening him with a gun. He's like, "They've got guns drawn now. They're pointed at me." (laughs) I think this is it. Well, signing off. Manana, manana. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, So the reaction in Britain is like, "Well, there's a few schools of thought. Do we? What do we do? Do we care?" That's a one. Some people are like, "Do we really care? We've got more yeah. problems at home." No one before this could point out the Falklands on a map. Probably didn't even know what it was. Yeah, it's just like one yeah. of the crown dependencies that was so small that it never got de- like "quote unquote" decolonized because it's also never colonized. It it's just a thousand fucking people rock out there. It's a thousand yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a thousand people
0: dying Walmart's every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Thatcher. Is like, no, we are sending a full naval task force. We're giving Russia and <laughs> uh, Russia. Uh, we're giving Argentina an ultimatum. Um, they either leave the islands or we're at war. If like the naval task force reaches this line in the sand oh, God. in the, the water, this line in the water,
0: these touchy loyalist types.
1: Yeah. Uh, this also kind of saved the Royal Navy. If this war never happened, it was very likely that in the next budget, the Royal Navy's like uh, spending would have been sliced by like 80%. So is there a conspiracy,
0: then, that that British intelligence, like, made Argentina go
1: take this island, then? No, it's just you look at the Argentinian records, it's just like all these generals are like, well, we got to do something to make the people less angry at us. Well, let's make them angry at Britain. Okay, I mean, (laughs) a little Britain help, you know? Uh, I'm just
2: saying, China's been poking around the moon. Uh, We put our flag there first. Yeah. So, I mean, you can bet if China's like, that's our moon... Not like we're getting anything from the moon. We'll we'll defend the moon. We'll take that, yeah.
1: (laughs) I will fight the moon. Uh, Thatcher wastes no time. She sends the naval task force. Aboard one of these ships is a Royal Navy helicopter pilot by the name of Prince Andrew. If only he had been killed in action, how much better the world might have been. (laughs) I don't know. You should ask kids. Find kids. (laughs) Find some kids. See if they wish he died in the helicopter Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, maybe that, you know, going to war is the reason he can't sweat.
3: Oh,
1: Eh, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll talk more about him in the next episode. He fucks so
0: many kids in the Falklands. He doesn't even get a boner anymore around kids.
2: (laughs) He's like, I got a great idea for this Falklands. We're going to set up Toys R Us in Falklands.
1: (laughs) That's what they need. Yeah. Uh, Also, part of the reason that the Argentinian invasion is so haphazard, like they don't even know if they should be shooting people like. and it's all these like conscripts that really don't understand why they're invading part of them thought that either the British would just negotiate a peace immediately and be like alright you seized it we're all the way over here whatever take it pay us all this money or that they would like some just give it to them and be like fine you win the war and they were kind of shocked when the British were like no if uh, we're gonna fight you and if our ships cross this line it's open warfare and they're like wait what (laughs) really (laughs) uh on may 2nd so a month after um the war starts the task force is on its way i think it's crossed the line at this point um there's also they set up an exclusion zone around the falklands where they're like no commercial shipping is allowed within this it's an active war zone any ship within this exclusion zone will be fired upon any ship wow and if you're any argentinian ship would be fired on outside the exclusion zone that included the A.R.A. Belgrano, which is hit by two torpedoes from a nuclear-powered submarine sinking within a f- just a few minutes in the South Atlantic, killing 323 sailors of the nearly 1,000 aboard. Argentina, uh, Argentina suffered about 700 casualties in the whole war, and half of them were this, was this ship sinking.
2: Damn.
1: Quick tangent on the Belgrano because it's interesting. The ship had started its life as the USS Phoenix in the late 1930s. It survived the Battle of Pearl Harbor and it earned nine battle stars in World War II fighting the Japanese. Uh, Then it was sold to Argentina in 1946 and it holds the distinction of being the only ship in all human history to be sunk by a nuclear powered submarine. Wow.
2: Shit. Yeah. So wait, you're telling me that England was in on Pearl Harbor? Like we went <laughs> the wrong direction?
1: No, this is a U. American ship bombed by the Japanese, fights all of the U.S. war in the Pacific. And then the British sink it because we sold it to the United States. Yeah, Argentines.
2: but what comes down to it is that it was at Pearl Harbor originally and the British sunk yeah, so it. So the so British just... sunk
1: the final ship of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, you know
2: what I'm <laughs> wow. saying? That's not good. Yeah. Um, also I will wanna I do wanna add, just cause like I said, this British vet that I know, uh the ground troops were so under um undersupplied in the Falklands. Um that he was part of the Green Howards um division in uh in the British military. And he was telling me about some battle where like literally he was part of artillery and literally they had like maybe like five volleys of rounds left and they were communicating with the Argentinians like hey you know we're going to bomb you into existence they had a whole arsenal set up and they sent off a few vo- volleys and volleys and they were down to their last like round of volleys and they were like if the Argentinians push now the entire war is over on the ground maybe in, you know navally it could have sustained yeah. but um and they bought the bluff <laughs> and so they surrendered. Oh, they just surrendered! Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, war. Yeah, uh, this war only lasts two months. On uh, June 14th, the Argentinian forces kind of realize how overwhelmed they are. Uh, also, back home, the public is in the process of overthrowing the military junta that started the war. Uh, so the war ends. Um, it's a huge, huge success for Thatcher. Uh, it kind of restores uh, Britain's image on the world stage that had been so damaged by Suez. Um, there's all these famous headlines from the war. The most, the two biggest ones is the Empire Strikes Back is when the, is, on, I think it's the sun.
0: Did they name the movie after that? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, it was the year, I think this is the year after the movie came okay. out. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was when they sunk the Belgrano, the, co- I think it was the, it was either the Daily Mirror or the sun. the front line was a picture of the ship sinking and it just said gotcha oh gotcha (laughs) that should be the headline more often
3: (laughs) gotcha gotcha
2: i feel like if that happened nowadays in the u.s and we sank some ship it would just be bazanga as a headline yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) zoom it's a sinking. yeah like what
2: what is that this also... you imagine,
0: could you imagine, like, the, the newspapers of 9-11 that was just like, we've been got.
2: <laughs> we got done <got, laughs> like, They got bam- us. Yeah. It's
0: like, that would have really brought us together.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they, the two towers burning. Bamboozled.
0: <laughs> ah,
1: shucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, oh, no, not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Ugh. so the war also kind of gave a huge like i said big boost to thatcher they were in line not in line but they are on the path towards losing their majority again this gives them a huge majority um once more so like this kind of ensures that she's going to be prime minister for another five years 82 continues to be a packed year for the royal family um just one week after the conclusion of the war princess Di would give birth to william arthur philip lewis that is the current heir to the throne, Prince William. He was the first heir to the British monarchy ever to be born in a hospital. Oh, where are the other ones born in the palaces? Well, 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 yeah. Um. But then another curious incident occurs just a month after this, the queen wakes up, on the morning of July ninth, uh, Philip had an early engagement, so he had slept in a different room because he was out of there at six a.m.
2: Oh, come on! No, no, no! They probably yeah. slept in different rooms most days. Yeah, come I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know that guy. He might have not sweat,
0: but he snored. <laughs> yeah. I was I'm assuming he that was right? <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Well, he he had to get from
1: somewhere. Yeah.
2: Yeah. With the way he looked towards the end, I'm, I think he slept in a coffin upside down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the queen wakes up this morning and no- sees a barefoot stranger. Opening the curtains, uh, holding the a glass shard from an ashtray and dripping blood, and he just opens the curtains when she wakes up, and he walks over and just sits on the bed and just starts kind of having a therapy session with the queen. Talking about all his problems, <laughs> his issues with his kids, the things that are going wrong in his life. So Elizabeth is just kind of listening politely, trying to reach her alarm system without also, like, scaring this man <laughs> yeah the with the bloody man with the ashtray. yeah she's also interjecting with her own comments being like oh t- kids tell me about it and like talking about her <laughs> kids and issues she has um finally like i think 20 minutes after they had been chatting he asked for a cigarette and she goes oh there's one outside i can show you where the cigarettes are so they leave the bedchamber and then in the hallway is a chambermaid who s- sees the two of them emerge from the bedroom and this is the line she's always quoted as saying: "Is bloody hell, ma'am. What's he doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> it's very British. Yeah, very British yeah. thing. This whole
0: thing is very British, oh, except it is. for the, the. Don't British people always have shoes on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have like we, we shoes know about, in the house people. We yeah. could see their shitty teeth, but <laughs> fuck yeah. those feet. It,
2: it's just like how the Dutch always have clogs on when they're having sex, <laughs> when they're uh, swimming. Right. You know, the British always have trainers on.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's very alarming. So, this guy's big feet mm-hmm. f- flopping around going, Hey, I need a cigarette. Yeah.
1: So, the, the man's name is Michael Fagan. Um, he is finally separated when a bodyguard that had been walking the corgis comes back into this hallway and sees it all going on and separates him from the queen. Um, the police finally show up. He's never really prosecuted with anything. Apparently, he'd also already snuck into Buckingham Palace like a couple months before this. And just drank a bottle of wine, and they knew that this was true, because they were like, yeah, we were missing that on the inventory, we had no idea where it went. We thought, like, a maid stole it. But it was this guy. Amazing! Also,
2: imagine being the bodyguard that's walking the dogs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and coming back and seeing a, <laughs> yeah. a man holding a bloody shard of glass. Yeah, but also
2: you're, recor- you're, you're recruited as this, like, a buff, burly guy to protect the queen. The queen's down! And your job is now walking the queen. Yeah, queen's. can
1: you walk the pack of, cor- of small dogs? <laughs> yeah. Why was he all bloody? He had broken the ashtray in his, like, stumbling around the palace. Uh, and the way he told it is that he, the idea popped into his head for him to kill himself in front of the queen. Yeah, and that was what he was gonna do, but then he just kind of chatted with her. <laughs> well, she's a, she is a person, <laughs> and they just kind of, and so they, all of her like um, courtier courtiers, I, I always don't know how to pronounce that word. Anyway, all the people that hang around her um, say that because she's so good at talking with strangers, that she just kind of like shifted into like. Oh, what's your name? It's your mode, like the like sh- yeah, the yeah. handshake line mode, and it like sir, he was like so disarmed and was like, oh well, I'm Michael. <laughs> like-
0: She's a beautiful monarch. She's absolutely captivating. She, she asked my name and kept
1: saying
2: my name during conversation. No one said my name in thirty years.
0: <laughs> she kept saying Michael. Maybe you shouldn't do that, Michael. Yeah. And so then I killed uh- myself anyway. I wonder
1: if he's alive now. <laughs> I think he. Di- I feel like he died. He's probably, he's a champion. Um, Elizabeth continued that day with her regular schedule. Um, She had an investiture to do at 11. She made sure she did that and tried to, like, not let anyone know. Um, This can kind of be played for a laugh, but it's a little scary because this is just after Reagan was shot at, uh, and it was just after, who else was assassinated in the 80s?
2: One of the Kennedys, Oh, yeah,
1: Bobby Kennedy just been killed. Lenin was just killed. Um, and a week after this whole incident happens, the IRA bombed two sites in London, so now they're attacking London itself, uh, killing eight soldiers in two different locations. So if Michael Fagan had been a proud son of Ireland, we might have been talking about the Queen a couple episodes ago.
2: <laughs> That's true, <laughs> and, and he does had have a lot a very... of less
1: salacious details to, go- to cover.
2: <laughs> yeah, he does have a very Guinness name.
3: Yeah.
0: Sorry, I just zoned out for a second there because I was reading this thing about Michael Fagan. Um, People ask, according to Google, what did the Queen say to Michael Fagan? (laughs) I'm Michael Fagan from Ireland, and I'm here for a kiss. She kept saying no. He kept saying Give me a kiss, which I can imagine was actually give us a kiss. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this went yeah. on for several seven minutes. Finally, Michael lost his patience, and he said, for God's sakes, woman, would you give me a kiss? And the queen said, I shouldn't even be massaging your back, which brings up the question. Was she massaging your back? Uh, I Whoa.
1: did not hear that from any of the other sources.
0: Oh, well, this is a uh, cursory <laughs> it's, Is that a search. Quora result? That's- no, it's not a Quora <laughs> result. It's a Google result. And um, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> maybe I, they banged. I'm, it's
1: obviously a fact. Maybe he. Maybe they. This was her lover, and they were. He realized like he didn't leave enough in time, so they had to come up with this story of why he was in the bedroom. Quick, cut your yeah. hand on this. Astronaut. Cut your
2: hand. Take your shoes off. This is a strange <laughs> detail. Put your trousers on. <laughs> I mean, she was definitely
1: chatting him up. Yeah, mm. she was
2: trying to pull. The queen was trying to pull.
0: She's
1: pull trying to pull semen out of him. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yes. Uh, but another big trips coming up for Liz Uh, in 1983 she goes to the US West Coast for the first time at the invite of California President Ronald Reagan (laughs) visiting the California estate she was thrilled to finally be there she was supposed to be there back in the 50s but uh, travel plans threw it off unfortunately (laughs) I got to push back thirty years. This isn't gonna work.
0: Well, Say, so, yeah. well, she planned to be there in the fifties. and now eighty-one.
1: Well, yeah, well, like she was like, well, now I. It was like before she was queen. She had a plan to go there. Right. And no, I understand, queen. but thirty yeah. years. But still, Come yeah. on. Yeah. So you that's why she's so excited money. to finally get there.
2: Well, right. So you're telling me this is the first time the queen did cocaine because she's probably. in California it's in, in the 1983. 80s. Yeah, she probably <laughs> yeah. did blow.
3: That's
1: awesome Philip definitely. You know Reagan. Knew, you know knew Reagan it talked
2: about the war on drugs, but that was crack because the yeah. blacks do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it coincided with the rainiest season California had seen in decades. She brought that rain. Yeah, she brought it. Yeah, uh, it rained so often, and she was so unprepared for it that she only had one coat. And Princess Margaret called her from back in London and was like, "You need to buy a new coat because that's the only one I'm seeing you wear. You got to buy a new one." <laughs> oh, really? They're yeah. that bad. <laughs> Um, there's a memorable photo taken of this trip. Um, Elizabeth is giving a speech at some sort of gala and Reagan is sitting right next to her and he's like howling with laughter and she just has a very stern look on her face. And apparently what it was is she said... I quote, I knew that we had exported many of our traditions to the United States. I had not realized before that weather was one of them. And everyone's like, that's a good joke. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. But oh. yeah. she brought her whole writing staff with her yeah. for that. This yeah, yeah, yeah. brings me to my favorite uh, moment in all of the hit research I've done on Elizabeth. She eats at a Tex-Mex place. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> This is, has to be the first time she's ever eaten a taco or an enchilada. Or eaten oh, flavor. Yeah. Or eaten flavor. <laughs> this is yeah. British royalty. If I could, like, watch any one meal, it might be this one. Because apparently her favorite part of the meal was the refried beans. But Whoa. she didn't really understand the concept because she said, quote... That was so enjoyable, especially the used beans. <laughs> used
2: beans. Wait, but they have mushy peas. That's just used peas. No, this is better. This is That's refried
0: so really
1: beans. Good. The used, used beans. Used <laughs> beans. <laughs> it's so good. They have uh, a whole
0: section of Goya like that. Yeah. Used beans, fresh refried, <laughs> and then used refried. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
2: I just imagine her, you know, with it, Taco Bell had that whole campaign about the tilt, head tilt for tacos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The like queen doing sh- the head tilt. With, thinking, like,
1: oh. like, 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 huge diamond earrings and a tiara, like, trying yeah. to, like, not have it fall off. Yeah. Do you know what else she <laughs> ate?
0: No. Because I have a feeling it's, like, one of the more boring things. Like, a grilled well, was, chicken fajita.
1: Yeah, and what, it was probably, like, a beef taco that just had, like, bags of cheddar lettuce, uh, cheddar... And then a thing of lettuce. Right. No, right.
2: no, 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 no. You know that she used a knife and fork with a
1: hard shell. <laughs> that's kind of. <laughs> Do you eat it with a spoon? You crack it. There like is a
0: point where civilized become the animals
1: in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. No, I, I might just also be old people. Because I think, when was the queen born?
1: 21.
2: 21. So my no, grandma 20, was. 26, right? 26, yeah. I don't have her 26. dates on me right now. Yeah, my grandma was not that much younger than the queen, and she would eat hard shelled tacos with a knife.
1: <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yes. Well, they were used to World War II rationing. So any food yeah. that didn't come out of a can was kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Obviously, very fancy. Yeah. But it wasn't a can.
0: You just didn't see it come out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: that was 1983. Now it's 1984, and 1984 brings another IRA bombing. This one, in an attempt to kill Margaret Thatcher, detonates in a hotel that her and the rest of the party Congress were staying at. Too
2: bad
0: that one.
1: Sadly, it did not kill Thatcher. It just killed a bunch of other people. How
0: far off were they?
1: They killed like uh, a mid-level secretary, and then like a mid, another mid-level party member. Secretaries are easy to replace. Yeah, well, it's like a yeah. British secretary, so right. they like do stuff. It's like a manager.
2: I, I think easy. the shrapnel—her prob- hair caught the shrapnel, so she yeah. was protected. I think
1: it was something like she was not. She had, like was late coming back from a meeting when the bomb went off or something. She probably but, ah, she, she oh, probably well. had diarrhea. Yeah,
0: yeah. She was like, ah, she, what, what? The thing that saved her, the wet brown. Yeah, food.
1: the the Queen
2: came back and had tacos. So Margaret Thatcher's like, it's approved by the Queen. She ate some fucking shitty tacos, had diarrhea, saved her life.
3: Yeah. Got I
1: think this is the time where Thatcher said something along the lines of, like, oh, well, they're better luck next time trying to get me. And the IRA responded with, we, you, you have to be lucky every time. We only have to be lucky once. But unfortunately, <laughs> they never were that, got that lucky chance. Well, Fuck. that's the luck of the Irish. Yeah, Shit. It <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> Not good luck. Uh, 1984 though, also another royal birth, this time Prince Harry Charles Albert David so now we have William and Harry on the scene
2: so, before we move on from that, I mean do you think that Harry was actually from Charles?
1: well, I was going to bring up this but you, you brought it up, I, thank you James Hewitt uh, is one of Diana's multiple affair partners and just look up a picture of James Hewitt look at a picture next to To Harry, make your own conclusions.
0: I'm going to say so. Was Harry Charles Albert David? That's the name. Harry Charles Albert David. Dude, if they gave him a Charles Harry Alfred David, he'd be a Chad. (laughs) He'd be a Chad. Oh, man. (laughs) And that would be sick. That would have been way better. Yeah.
2: I'm just going to say, I mean, Harry actually looks like a human being.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Whereas the
2: rest of the royal family, their eyes are way too close together. They look way inbred. Their ears look like they can take off.
1: Yeah, I think you're, I think, again, just bring them up. Draw your own conclusions. Yeah. Because they look a lot alike. Uh, but there's also lots of tension uh, between Charles and Diana. This Their fame is kind of peaking at this point. It had never abated after the wedding. Now they've got kids, so it's even more exciting. Um, this whole time, Diana is like, you're having an affair with Camilla and Charles is like, no, no, definitely not. No, no, no. He's probably a terrible liar. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's. He, it must be an awful liar. Yeah. I, He's like,
2: trust me, doll. It's only anal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can see it's like,
0: like, I feel like there's another man who's maybe four or five inches shorter inside of him. <laughs> Who is piloting this guy, and he has enough wiggle That's room right. There's where all like, that floppy Yeah, the movie. floppy, the yeah. hands, the fat hands, so <laughs> other hands can fit inside of them. And, like, he kind of gets too still when he's lying. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> he get caught in the line, and then he starts bouncing. Tom, are you telling me that the king of England, the current king of England, <laughs> is Krang from Ninja Turtles?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't deny it. An but,
2: English Krang.
0: English Krang. Which I believe they pronounce Krang. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's actually he writes for Kerrang. Oh cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hard rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Charles is not the only royal in the news at this time. Andrew returned from the Falklands Islands. He had his little fun as a war hero, where he flew a helicopter around. I salute him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the press had nicknamed him Randy Andy because of how often he was seen with a new girl on his arm at the various nightclubs he was frequenting.
2: Wow. Well, <laughs> well that's foreshadowing.
1: Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be a harbinger of problems to come. <laughs> it's a lifestyle thing that is taught
0: to these people. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, one story told uh, that occurred around this time. One of Elizabeth's ladies in waiting. Um, the two of them are in a garden at one of the estates. Um, Elizabeth is dictating letters to be written out. And all of a sudden they hear a burst of, quote, screams and giggles from one of the bushes. And out comes Andrew and the gardener's daughter from the bushes with all their clothes in disarray. And this lady in waiting said that the queen just pretended not to notice as they to- as they frolicked away. Smart. Uh, none of the sources mentioned how old the gardener's daughter might have been. No. (laughs) yeah i'm sure that's not the first
2: time that a uh english nobility has fucked in the gardens yes
1: uh but andrew uh has a steady girlfriend for a little while at this point named sarah ferguson but better known as fergie um and in 1986 they get married Another big royal wedding. I'm sure this one's going to last, right? Did, of course. Did
2: Fergie piss her pants just like the singer uh, in front
1: of everyone?
0: <laughs> Probably at one point. It was It was female ejaculate. It yeah. was not <laughs> piss. Okay? How many times do I have to tell she you, Travis? She came. Tom, yeah. that's what they keep
2: telling me, but I don't know.
0: I think it's the same I can see what thing. hole it's coming from. I, I think it's
1: identical is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also going on at this time is South Africa is in the news because this is when apartheid is reaching its uh, awful apex let's say Mm. Apex Legends? Yeah um, they're fully a pariah state all the commonwealth nations and indeed most of the entire world at this point is imposing harsh sanctions on the South African government to try and force an end to apartheid uh, Mandela's been in jail for uh, like 20 plus years at this point.
2: Right, so this is where history diverges. We've got the Mandela effect going
1: on. Yes, yes. So this so is yeah. where the Berenstein Bears come in. Are yes, you saying okay. that like history diverged based on apartheid? Yes. Like, like yeah. in, the other in, the other, history, in the other world, it's
0: still going. In fact, <laughs> it's, it's still spread. going. We have it here now. Yeah. They have, <laughs> they have it in Canada.
2: Trump bought it back. Make yeah. America great again.
1: Yeah. Um, all of this is going on while the One government, well, not the only one, but the one government everyone seemed to notice that wasn't imposing any sanctions on South Africa is Margaret Thatcher's Tory government leading the United Kingdom at this time. Oh, my God. The UK still fully open in trade with South Africa.
2: Somehow that doesn't surprise me.
1: No shit. Uh, (laughs) Thatcher had, I don't know if it was. During this time, or before, it might have even been a little after, she was calling Nelson Mandela a terrorist Which, that needed to stay in prison. Okay. Um, well, while the whole world is like, we should end this violent regime, she's like, well, actually, they're, they're stopping terrorists like Nelson I, Mandela.
2: I'm kind of surprised she didn't use the same terminology as Reagan and just called him a crackhead. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I, I mean, let's be honest. Let's not all chalk it up to Mandela.
1: Do you think Thatcher thought all black people were terrorists? Probably. She yeah. probably well cuz she probably thought all Irish people were black or all black people were Irish so they're all terrorists.
0: You mean are are you saying that Kanye West is Irish?
1: In Thatcher's worldview, yes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting.
3: <laughs> that makes
1: uh,
2: his, his the shirt he wore to that fashion show make a lot more sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So this leads to a bombshell news story in July of 1986 when the Sunday Times publishes this huge report about how Elizabeth is apparently very dissatisfied with Thatcher, not only for the apartheid disagreements, but also how Thatcher responded to striking miners in the UK, uh, ERS, not ORS. Right. Um, She probably didn't give a shit about the miners. Yeah. (laughs) ORS. (laughs) Yeah <laughs> that, that was Andrew's, Andrew's job. Yeah. And uh also in this report is about Elizabeth being angry that Thatcher had allowed US bombers to launch airstrikes from British bases. Whatever. Um the uh, report like sets off a bomb in British politics.
2: I, I think that we will return to Margaret Thatcher. A full
1: episode or oh, multi-part mul- episode. Many parts on yeah. burying that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. She's kind of like um uh, would you say Kissinger? No, I said Ed Reagan. because oh, we can't do Kissinger yet. I know th- I, that's the thing. I'm like, I really want to do Kissinger because he's a monster, but he's also never gonna die. Yeah. So it, it's gonna be the longest series we ever do. I was on Twitter like the other day and I saw someone had retweeted from that account: "Is Henry Kissinger still alive?"
0: <laughs> and um, I guess whoever runs that account wrote like, "I did not think this, this Twitter <laughs> account would be such a long-term commitment." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw a meme earlier today where it was uh, like a cartoon of death, like the personified death playing the claw game, and it's all humans in the pit, and it's picked up one human, and it just says, Elizabeth II, is Henry Kissinger even in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, one day, one day, people. We'll We're, sp- We're a history we'll
0: podcast, <laughs> and we explain uh, internet culture and memes. Yes. Well. Yes. We do it wow. very well.
1: We, we do it well. Astonishing. Bracing. So this pull your car over. Stop laughing.
2: Everything from Alexander the Great to memes. Yes. Yes.
1: And everything in between. So this report, uh, it's massive because it's accusing Elizabeth basically of undermining her own PM in the press, um, which would be the largest involvement of the Crown in internal politics since Queen Victoria. However, it's discovered not long after that most of what was attributed to Elizabeth in the article, because they kept citing, like, we have these sources in the royal house, we have these sources, sources in the royal family. It's all Michael Shea, who is one of the press secretaries, and it's likely that he was just kind of giving his own thoughts, and their press, the Sunday Times is owned by Robert Rupert Murdoch, was basically saying, oh, it's this is the queen saying it. Obviously th- that this
0: Michael Shea character is just an embodiment of the queen. Yes.
3: Yeah. He's listening in.
1: Yeah. We're gonna cut. He's the the guy inside the Charles body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. I thought you were
2: gonna say Michael Fagan or whatever. (laughs) Fagan. Yeah. Fagan (laughs) comes back. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, The Queen called Thatcher immediately after and was like, "This isn't true. You know, I am upset with you about South Africa. That's true, but you know that because I've said that to your face already." Um, And they kind of continued to have a cordial relationship. So whatever. However. This event did allow the Queen to kind of strong-arm Thatcher into finally supporting sanctions against South Africa. Uh, we have another cool state visit in 1986. Elizabeth and Philip go to China for the first time. Um, this is the first time any of like the Western leaders... or um, Sorry, any time, first time the monarchs of Great Britain had gone to China. The leader of China at the time is this guy Deng Xiaoping. Um, he kind of was the one who established what modern China is now after Mao almost ran it into the ground.
2: Right. The, uh, communists in air quotes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's the one who was like, drop, make, put the air quotes around communism. <laughs> yeah. That was Deng Xiaoping. Okay. His name was dang. Yeah. So that's tight. Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, he and Elizabeth got on pretty well. Um, he was a little bit older than her and she had like done research on like, you know, what are his likes and dislikes? She does this with all her world leaders and she knew that he was a prodigious smoker. And so early on in the visit, he's showing her all these things, they're going on these tours, and so they're together constantly, and she noticed that, like, a few hours in, he's getting really fidgety and short with his advisors and, like, really upset, kind of, and just, like, snapping at people. And so she does another one of these loud whispers so that his translators would hear. She goes, quote, I think Mr. Dang would be rather happier if he was told he was allowed to smoke. (laughs) And apparently the guy, like... Bursts into a smile and just lights up a cigarette immediately after. Oh man! I,
0: uh, okay, I'll give it to Queen. That's good. That's nice. Acknowledging the man's needs. Um, I would have done one better. I would have manufactured the longest Benson Hedges cigarette <laughs> pack ever created and presented it to
3: him as like a gift. Yeah, yeah. like
0: like here is a one of a kind make of Benson Hedges
1: four hundreds. Yeah. Uh, one of the observers of this said, "quote I've never seen a man light up more cheerfully." Wow, did, that's that's smart. Yeah. See, light up and light up. Yeah. Oh. Did did old Lizzie ever smoke? Uh, probably. I don't think she was a smoker. She definitely loved gin and tonics. Like the okay. moment her public engagement over is like, get me a gin and tonic.
0: It's real English.
1: Um, I th- and she probably smoked, but probably quit. When she eventually, you know, it was never mentioned that she was like a big smoker. Right. Um, So we've talked about most of her children, Um, obviously, Charles and Andrew. And we also mentioned Anne uh, in the last episode. We didn't talk about Edward. So Edward is the youngest. Uh, He's only 22 at this point. And during this time, he had just dropped out of the Royal Marines. And he's kind of looking for what he wants to do in life. In Britain at this time, there is a popular game show. Called It's a Knockout. Imagine the TV show Wipeout, like the with the big bouncy balls stuff, or like Most Extreme Elimination Challenge MXC. Picture one of those types of shows in 1980s Britain, except everyone's in like really over the top costumes. Oh,
2: and And they're teams competing against each other. And they're using like
1: morning stars instead of (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like fluffy morning stars dressed as knights. Yeah. So Edward has this idea where he wants to do. It's a royal knockout where all the royal family, well, not all of them, but like his generation of the royal family would go on the show, compete against celebrities in this ridiculous game show and raise money for charity. And Charles and Diana immediately say, no, why (laughs) are not going to do
0: that? Why? That's such a good idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But all the other kids and Andrew and uh, Fergie, Andrew's husband, wife all agree. They're like, yep, we want to do this. And, Every single one of Elizabeth's advisors says, "You need to stop this from happening. This is going to be a disaster. I don't do understand. not allow it to happen." I don't understand. It seems like they're all uh, looking for the sunset of the <laughs> English Empire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, "This is you, you're going to reduce the royal family to a joke. You you can't do this." And normally, Elizabeth's very aware of these things, and is like, "Yeah, sure," but Edward, like, he didn't have anything going on. He's still twenty two, so she's like. He seems excited about it. I I don't know. I guess I guess we should do it. Look, and there's
2: no way this kid is going to become king. He's basically yeah. just a waste of space, like a Yeah, turd. he's already
1: like 7th se- in line at this point. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Just let him do it. But the I've ro- never even heard of him. Oh, yeah, Edward, yeah.
2: Is he still you around? Should. Is he alive? Yeah, he's still alive.
0: I'm oh, surprised okay. that they they named him that, especially that they had the Edward recently in
1: history who was such a Nazi. Right. Yeah. Well, that, they probably wanted to honor the Nazi Edward. Really? Huh. Because <laughs> remember, he ah. got a state funeral. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she gives in. She says he's allowed to do it. Their kids are allowed to do it, but they can't compete, but they can be like the captains of the team. So... It'll turn into a charity event, that way they're not the ones who have inflatable hams being thrown at them as they try to cross (laughs) over a greased log, which is one of the games. It's great. They can be someone cheering on the people throwing the hams and getting the hams thrown at them. All TV should just be that. Yes. Yeah, I want hams
2: thrown at me. You
1: you have to look this up, everyone. It's a royal knockout, because on June 19th, 1987, it is broadcast live and Edward, and Andrew, and Fergie are all dressed in royal costumes. They cheer on a group of contestants split between the teams among the four of them that include, again, this list is not exhaustive. There are more celebrities that you've heard of, including John Travolta, David Bowie, Paul McCartney, Michael Palin, Roan Atkinson, Christopher Reeve, I think before the accident, <laughs> <laughs> John Cleese, Charles Bronson, Jane Seymour, and Meatloaf. Wait a second. Why John Travolta?
0: <laughs> they like John Travolta, but the, him and Meatloaf are the two non-Americans, right? There,
1: there are other non-Americans. I think these oh. are just like the two most notable of all of them. They should have got Oliver Reed. Yeah, crush um, crushed. That. Well, guess who was on Prince Andrew's team? None other than the chief pedophile himself, Sir Jimmy Savile. Oh, oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just happened to be on Andrew's team. What a surprise.
0: I've been, uh, we've been trying to get Mike to do a script on him forever. And every time we send him into it, it's a black hole. Yeah. And Mike has another bad habit on the other side of it. He's like, <laughs> I read uh, about two articles. And I'm, <laughs> I'm done. And I'm disgusted. I can't, can't live with myself. Yeah.
1: So he's on they, Andrew's they team. They probably
2: traded like cards and, you know, got some contact. Yeah. He was
1: probably like, I'll trade you Paul McCartney for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Edward's like, oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the contest goes on. Um everyone watches it. Uh they raise a one and a half million pounds for various charities, but it is exactly the embarrassing spectacle for the royal family that everyone predicted it would be. Um apparently Edward goes into the press box afterwards, because it's a live, it's broadcast live. He goes into the press box and goes like, sorry, so what what you all think? But the press box that he went into was a group of reporters that had been sequestered. So they didn't watch it and he didn't know that. So he's asking them how it was. And so no one responded. Not even to say like, we didn't see it. Just no one responds. And he goes, well, you could have been a little more enthusiastic and storms off. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It does not go well, except, I mean, they raise money for charity. Why were they sequestered? No one really knows why. It was just like poorly run. Really? You should really. It's so funny to watch because it's just like, we don't have to watch it now, but I do listening now. You should look it up. Uh, so, yeah, that goes really poorly. The royal family's image is tattered. Um, it gets worse later that year when a newspaper story reveals that Elizabeth's two cousins, Narissa and Catherine Bows lyon had been living in state run mental institutions since they were children. This was despite the official family line claiming that the girls had been dead since 1963. Oh, what the fuck? That's horror movie yeah. stuff. Yeah. Narissa had died in 1986. Catherine was still alive when the report came out. Um, this is just another really embarrassing affair. The royal family, it's like a cousin, or it's like her second cousins, I think, or her first cousins once removed. Um, so she didn't really know them at all, but still they're living in a mental institution you, when they have all the money in the world.
2: Do you think the Kennedys when they met uh, Queen Lizzie was like um, hey, uh can we steal
1: that? Yeah, you got a good idea for what you we should do. with idea. This one No, no, yeah. no, no, no.
0: It definitely went the other way around. Look, uh, we got a, <laughs> We got a solution for you, buddy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let us <laughs> show you how we do things in America. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to be uh to be a little discreet. They they in in Spanish, they call it la
1: batamia. <laughs> 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 so, unbeknownst to the press and the public, is that all during this time, Diana and Charles's wedding, or marriage was falling apart. Uh, but in the mid-80s, they're basically spending more time apart than they are together. By 1985, um, Diana has been sleeping with one of her bodyguards, but had already moved on to James Hewitt, which is the one who might be Harry's dad. Um, he was her riding instructor. Oh, well, (laughs) definitely Harry's dad. Yeah. yeah, And Charles, for his part, despite constantly refuting these allegations to Diana, had been cheating on her with Camilla since at least 1985. All right. Rock and roll. Yeah.
2: It's the 80s, dude. It doesn't uh, matter what we do. No,
0: AIDS
1: isn't around yet. Not in the UK. Not yet. Until Diana found it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was actually a different royal marriage that fell apart first. Princess Anne um, and her husband, Mark Phillips, they had already kind of been growing distant. And in 1989, the press got a hold of a bunch of love letters between Anne and Timothy Lawrence, um, who's the queen's equerry. Another one of those like fancy stable master guys. They all love the the riding instructors and stable masters.
0: Yeah, because their balls work so well because they're (laughs) like being conditioned from a young age to just take a pound. Yeah, yeah. Tom, this horse, you, these horsemen, they know problem. how to ride.
2: Yeah. yeah. Tom, you recently found the power of, of, of getting your of ball horse yeah. by a wild beast.
0: Yeah. I took a horse ride. What? That's what you call them. Horse rides. Uh, <laughs> I took a horse ride uh, three weeks ago yeah. and I have yet to not be erect. That's good. <laughs> That's what happens when you, when you ride horses. Yeah. Of course the ladies are going to like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, their marriage is falling apart and we'll be, they are finally separated when all this kind of became public. Uh, there is some good news during this time, though. Finally, in 1990, the sanctions have worked. Frederick Willem de Klerk, president of South Africa, or maybe prime minister, um, frees Nelson Mandela and begins the process of ending apartheid. When Mandela became the leader of South Africa, the very first thing he did was reapply for um, entry to the Commonwealth of Nations again. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. the, the apartheid government said, you're not racist enough for us, we're out. Right. And now Mandela's like, well, we're back in. Yeah, thanks for hanging out on our side, Queen. Yeah. This is also when the USSR is beginning to break apart, so the EU is kind of on the rise, and this is a future that Thatcher was resisting, and it's kind of becoming clear that her time is done, and she resigns her position as party leader, so giving way to her successor, John Major, who's just a very average-looking British dude. Oh,
0: yeah. he sounds like it.
1: Yeah, you look at him and you're like, oh, "That's a Brit- That's what a British guy is." That's oh, th- there it is. There guy, they are.
2: This guy has never tasted <laughs> eggs without brown sauce on them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never had toast without beans. Yeah. And he's never had used beans. Yeah. <laughs> used
2: <laughs> beans? No, no way. That's too. That's too exotic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So, even though all this is going on in the world, it's still the royal children who the press tabloids are reporting most on. Um, Diana and Charles' public spats are becoming more and more frequent, and Andrew and Fergie are starting to become their own little target because of how much they're spending, and also because they're both sleeping around on each other. Um, we're, in fact, we're the,
2: sorry, we're, we're, were William and Harry, were they in the spotlight yet? Because I know when, I feel like they became, they're kind of like, Late 90s, 2000s, iconic. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. They're, I mean, what, it's 1990 now, so they're like nine and six. Oh, okay. So, like, they're just kind of at school doing nothing. Yeah, okay. Um, but the spending of Andrew and Fergie was becoming such a frequent topic in the press that there were finally calls for the queen to actually pay income taxes. Because oh, she hadn't there. in 70 years. Wow wow yeah so there's all this talk about like but
0: how about getting a job yeah Bring <laughs> that money first yeah, maybe we- get a
1: job first how and- about we st-
0: stop paying her- well i'm not english so but i would i would recommend stop paying these yeah. people anything also why is andrew going like if i was in his situation i go keep spending Spend as much as possible. Yeah. We hate these people. We're royal. Yeah. We're royalty. We have to show so- them what royalty means. Exactly. We yeah. have to build another castle. Yeah. And paint it red.
2: <laughs> See, but, but that's that's something and I feel like that happens in America too. Like I hate when there's a, a tax or like something that like you pay into that the government gives you or like it's allocated to something, and then that thing needs to be taxed. Right? Like social yeah. security. Like, you had to pay tax on Social Security.
0: Well, yeah, it's just a bad system. Yep. I mean, income tax should be illegal as it is, it's not constitutional.
2: Yeah, but why, one, is, one why is the monarchy paying income tax? Like, that's money that comes from taxes.
0: Just, <laughs> well, this right. is like, I even understand this what on you their mean, their but property. you should just stop like, paying them. You're yeah. like, no, no, we gave you enough. Now make do. Yeah. Sell some shit, well, all right? You we... dumb dums.
2: That's what we should do with all these megachurches here. But, you know, we don't, we don't figure that out either. <laughs> agreed.
0: Agreed. Let's burn
1: them down with kind. Get rid of them all. Yeah. So if 1982 had been a momentous year in Elizabeth's life, that was the Falklands War, the birth of William, the bedroom intruder, all those big events, 1992 would easily be the worst year in her entire reign. And she would say it was. Uh, In Christmas of 91, so just before, Andrew and Fergie had privately told her that they are preparing to be for a separation, which would eventually lead to a divorce. Um, This is finally announced to the public in March that they're going to be getting separated. Um, And in, in April, the divorce between Anne and Mark Phillips is finalized. So now that's done. But Diana and Charles, they're the main show. In February, one of the most iconic images of Diana t- was taken. Um, it's her sitting alone on a bench in front of the Taj Mahal, looking oh. real sad.
2: Ooh, That's a temple oh. of love.
1: Yeah. Poor little rich girl. Yeah, poor little rich girl on her own in Agra. She already has, a, like, other love in her life. Why not just smile? Well, you dumb bitch?
2: I mean, it's probably because Charles drank the water <laughs> and had to go, you know, yeah.
1: poop real bad. Yeah. That Charles would do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: this gungees con- is very excellent fine water. It's
1: it's this say, is the
2: Fiji it the water of India?
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I could imagine that little guy inside of him drinking that water be like <laughs> it's diarrhea up to my waistband. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I must release my heel valves. Mm-hmm.
2: Stop it you fool.
1: But it's in June that 1992 really takes a nosedive. See, in the last year and a half, Diana has been secretly working with um, a team of writers and informants to write a tell-all book about her life. And on June 7th, the Sunday Times first publishes excerpts from the book. In it, it is filled with uh, Diana's mental health struggles. Um, This is where she first admits that she was... uh, suicidal, shortly after the birth of William, oh. had suffered from postnatal depression, um, had harmed herself at one point, and it also portrayed Charles as a cold, inattentive, and unfaithful husband, all of which was true, but she also uh, kind of left out the fact that she'd been sleeping with other people all this time. She's probably had more fun, too. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. She was kinky as fuck, I'm sure. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, saw, the, I saw an article the other day. It was, I guess, from The Crown. I think it was the actress who played her in The Crown said, I know for sure that Princess Diana was queer because I played oh, her on The Crown. Because I played her.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, that's a narrative that isn't at all
1: backwards. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> uh, problematic in, in about timeline. that. timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So when this first story first comes out, when the excerpts are published, Diana is telling everyone in the royal family, no, I didn't, you know, I had no idea this was coming, this is not, you know, I have no idea what's going on. Would constantly deny it. She's caught in a few lies, so they know she's lying, but she would deny it forever. And after her death, the author would be like, yeah, she was in on it the whole time, and like, there's proof that she was planning this book with this guy. Uh, Something Morton is his last name. Uh, more excerpts Rick, Rick are coming out of
3: Rick and Morton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just
1: making it Rick, short. Rick and Morton. <laughs> People don't realize that that's an English show. Yeah. Yes. Rick and Morton. It's all, every show is English first and yeah. then American. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: The original. Dude, I love Rick and Morton so much more than Rick and Morty. It's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking,
1: uh, dude. Uh,
0: it's yeah. only two seasons. Yeah. yeah. One episode each. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, So, more excerpts are published. Uh, Finally, the book itself comes out. It's an instant bestseller. It is, I think, the number one book for, like, a month. And so, Elizabeth summons Charles and Diana to a meeting at the palace, uh, basically to kind of say, like, look, you gotta either fucking work this out or, split up. Um, The meeting does not go well. We don't really know what's said exactly, but when she tries to have another meeting, Diana refuses to go. Uh, Philip... Being, one of, being the only person who knows what it's like to marry the heir to the throne, writes a series of letters to Diana where he tries to like reconcile her with his son. Oh. Um, they seem to have a cordial relationship, but it's not... I don't, nothing's going to be working because Diana moves out of Windsor Castle at this time. Oh, shit. Good for her. Yeah.
2: Um, wait, I got to do wiener music. I'll be right back. Alright. One sec.
1: We're on a better pace now.
3: I don't. God,
0: Prince Charles is fucking nasty looking.
3: Right?
1: You doll so happy
2: <clears throat> ah, sorry about that All good. i gotta say it's like night and day doing this for me at least
0: no it's better it's, here yeah too. better here you're not you're good. way more on it it feels like you're not stopping and starting and yeah you're flowing into stuff
1: a lot more consistently. So we'll keep doing this. Alright, cool. Yeah, so Diana moves out of Windsor Windsor Castle. Um, But things only get worse after the publication of this book. Um, Divorce is being openly discussed not just in the private confines of Buckingham Palace, but it's an open discussion in Parliament. This is the future king after all. What does it mean if he's divorced? Wow. Are we going to have another King Edward where he's going to, you know, Toss away the crown. I think he should have done a King Henry VIII and just kept chopping, chopping heads, heads off. off. Yeah. yeah. I think Diana's yeah. head on a platter. The only would problem been... is he already has a son, so he can't do it. Uh, chopping heads is only okay if you don't have a son. Oh, yeah. Good point. I yeah, forgot about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but this is also the 90s. He could have taken um, advantage of like how Oprah gave out all those cars. She's, and he could be like, you get beheaded. You get beheaded. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, You'll get beheaded. You know, Oprah. The people who got those cars didn't get to keep them. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, because, well, I heard.
2: I heard most of them didn't because they had to pay tax. Right. You had to
0: pay. You had to pay cash tax of the high up, the uppermost MSRP. Oh Of yeah. what God. it is. Yeah. So it, like. Even if it's a car you can get for $30,000, a dealership yeah, with MSRPs, well, yeah it would be like it's $42,000 and then someone would have to have like $7,000 cash to get that car. Which no one who watches Oprah has, has $7,000 no. lying around. Maybe one or two of them do. And if they do, it's because they're divorced. Yeah.
2: Look, I don't want to go too tangential on Oprah, but our last hope for American democracy is in Pennsylvania Dr. Oz as as Senator God. bless. Somehow
1: this only the second worst doctor she has unleashed on Americans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't talk shit about Dr. Phil. He looks like (laughs) Prince William Um,
1: 1992 gets even worse in August. So August is when the family always goes to Balmoral in Scotland. And while the whole family is there, including Fergie, who remember they got divorced in March, um, or announced their divorce planned in March. She's still kind of allowed there because they're having like an amicable split at the time. And um, she's Fergalicious. And she's Fergalicious. Yeah. Uh, so they're all in Scotland when the Daily Mirror publishes a 10 page photo spread of Fergie topless in the French Riviera with her financial advisor and her two daughters. <laughs>
2: Amazing. At, Wait, her two daughters are there while she's yeah. like. In one of the
1: pictures, uh, this guy is sucking on her toes. (laughs) And wow, that's good financial advice. I'm I'm
2: not. I'm not going to start masturbating during this episode, but I need to look. You need to old
1: masturbate after the episode. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so, well, everyone listening, you can do it during the episode. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah. Especially if you're in your car waiting for your double quarter pounder with cheese. Just
0: imagine all three of us are really hot chicks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. With our voice,
1: topless in the French Riviera, sucking on toes. You
2: should probably go to Patreon because we're really hot chicks. Yeah, we we actually are.
1: (laughs) Yeah uh so all of this is published while the whole family is there um, oh dude he's so... like
2: no he's not no 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 hold on i had to stop you again because he's not like sucking on her toes in this picture he's like eating her foot <laughs> it looks like he's taking and also he's like he's ripped but he's also like bald on top like I, that's a good is, look yeah you, you just have to look this up just yeah. look up Fergie topless and as, as topless, surprisingly you're up. not really going to see Fergie, you don't see the singer. Her, you don't
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so free apparently um came down in the morning that the day that this news broke and remember this is like pre-internet so she's just walking down for breakfast and sees members of her family and extended family all flipping through different copies of the sun. Just pictures of her nude on a French beach, like getting sucked off by a financial advisor.
2: Yeah. This is like, if you could eat out a foot, that's what that guy's doing.
1: Yeah. Uh, remarkably, she didn't leave until three days later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's got stamina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and despite this very embarrassing moment, uh, Fergie kind of never left the periphery of the royal family. Um, she, Elizabeth would still allow her to come to the family functions, especially with her daughters. And she would be even be invited back to Balmoral, I think, in the early 2000s. So she's finally like forgiven around then.
2: Dude, also, I got to say, she kind of actually looks like Fergie. It's Kind of weird. Is she's there a conspiracy
1: a, going on? She's a redhead British lady. I don't think what she looks talking anything about? like Fergie. No, other but her Fergie.
2: face kind of looks like Fergie. I don't know. No,
0: she doesn't. She looks like a boy with fucking spaghetti in his hair.
2: <laughs> maybe I'm just looking at different pictures of Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Being you're actually just looking at the <laughs> other Fergie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: Um. So that was the Daily Mirror that had published all of these photos. So I said that. Um, Daily Mirror publishes this story. Three days later, Fergie leaves. The day after that, The Sun drops their own bombshell when they release a transcript of a phone call that was recorded between Diana and a friend of hers named James Gilby. The headline of the article is, My Life is Torture. And it's a full recording of a phone call that occurred, I think, in 1989. Um... Basically, Diana talks shit about the entire family on this phone call saying how they're smothering her. She hates her mother-in-law. She hates Charles. He's a monster. And also, oh, it's pretty much intimated that her um, and James wait, Gib- Gilby are sleeping right together. Because he keeps calling her this pet name Squidge and Squidgy. So it's the whole thing is referred to as Squidgy Gate. <laughs> you you know, know, as its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Leave it up to the English to make sex the least sexy thing you can think of. Oh my squidgy. My a squidgy. How you doing over there, squidgy? Oh, my life's terrible. Yeah. A yeah, torture. Squidge, what's wrong, hon? Why are you crying? Every day I wake up and I feel worse than the day before. I can't believe <laughs> my life is terrible. My boys don't laugh. Me and my boobs are lopsided.
2: <laughs> and at the end of the tape, there was an uh, uh, unreleased ver- uh, song from The Cure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dudes do cry yeah yeah yeah. so this is all in the span of four days you get these two bombshell news reports and it's kind of clear to everyone now that diana and charles are it's irreparable at this point they need to get a divorce but neither of them is willing to take the first step in um getting a separation so again this is constantly tanking the image of the monarchy in October of 1992, Elizabeth is on a state visit to Germany, and it's one of the few times that a state visit does not go well. Um, overall, it goes well, but there's this one moment where she goes to Dresden. Now, Dresden is, for those who know World War II, the site of one of the most horrific events caused by the Allies in World War II. I.e. the bombing of Dresden. The yeah. fire, fire bombing, bombing. <laughs> of Dresden, in which 300,000 people, I think, died in a single night. Most of so, them weren't even Nazis. a lot of them were prisoners of war. Yes.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to um Cauldron Podcast. We had Cullen on the show a long time ago. But I think he did one of the best descriptions of how atrocious Dresden was. Yes. People turned in bomb shelters turned into human soup because <laughs> of how hot the- it was. Yeah, the oxygen was literally sucked out of people's lungs because of how
3: hot it
1: yeah. was. Yeah, Dresden was one of the first times that a, what is called a fire tornado was ever found, where the winds of the flames were so hot and their flames was so widespread that it created its own vortex of flame. So it's a tornado of fire spinning around. Wow. It was also what caused uh, American bomber pilots to go... Now that's stone and old like medieval architecture burning like that. How's Tokyo, which is entirely made out of wood, going to burn? So, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. springboards to that. Yeah. Yep. So she gets booed in Dresden. At one point people are even throwing eggs at the caravan. Well, I hope yeah. they were cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I think it <laughs> it might have also been like it was like the 50 I think it was like the fifty-first anniversary too. It was like near the anniversary mm. of it, so it was not a great idea to even go there. No, they should have went German sh- eggs. Yeah. They should have went somewhere nice. Like yeah, where, in Tokyo, where <laughs> the buildings are <laughs> all wood. So, uh, in an ironic twist of fate, in the ne- very next month, Windsor Castle catches fire oh. and nearly burns down. Oh. Uh, there were reconstruction um, work or restoration work was going on, and a spotlight ignited a curtain. Um, Like half of a wing burnt down because of the restoration. A lot of the works of art were not hung. So they like it was just building damage. So like they didn't lose a lot.
2: All right. Um, Connor, I'm just going to stop here. You probably read this in your biography. But, but like, the fact that we go from Dresden to, like, a little fucking electrical fire yeah. that starts in the, Right? Yeah. Oh, my God! Oh, yeah. the humanity! It's just like a little it's, tiny yeah. fire! It definitely
0: loses its effect yeah. when we're just talking yeah. about human soup yeah. and uh, fire tornadoes, yeah. too. Oh, my God! Some walls that are probably, yeah. like, purple jade.
1: <laughs> They're kind of burning. We almost lost our... 17th set of china from the middle ages do you know how yeah, this, long it takes this to install en- crown molding like that <laughs>
2: <laughs> this entire room that's completely marble has been <laughs> cut, not burned we're gonna have to clean it
1: yeah um and because the like royal image is so like at such a low point after the fire um or before the fire when it happens, everyone's like, "Well, pay for it yourself, bitch!" Like, good. <laughs> usually, it was always like any sort of restoration work would be paid for by Parliament, and their Parliament's kind of like, I had, "Public sentiment is not going to allow us to do that." um So Elizabeth says, "All right, I'll cover the costs, and the to, way the, the way to do that will be, they're going to finally open the state rooms in Buckingham Palace to the public." For a fee, of course. Of course.
0: Oh, I I, I thought she was going to do some kind of, like, uh, zany game show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can actually throw ham at us. Well, it's the 90s. Is The Weakest Link on yet? (laughs) Can they do The Weakest
0: Link? I think that was was mid-2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no. This was the precursor to Survivor, where you put the entire royal family in the Falklands.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um yeah so it's not going well elizabeth also to um kind of shore up more public support finally agrees to pay income taxes oh oh way to go oh oh yeah
0: oh you mean you're you're oh oh the thing i've been doing my whole life yeah you're finally gonna do it imagine retiring the day she says that (laughs) and how much you want to strangle that woman yeah i finally agree that i'll pay something (laughs) As long as it comes to the pay raise. Yeah. As long as you pay me more to cover the costs. I would just be furious. Yeah. I, I would, there would be a kettle of tea on and it would never get turned off. Yeah.
1: I would just oh, be boiling. Yeah. So now, Elizabeth, uh, you know, it's been a rough year. She's given a speech shortly after this saying, quote, 1992 is not a year in which I shall look back with undiluted pleasure. It has turned out to be an anus horribilis, which Mm -hmm. is what the title of the chapter of this period in her life is in every single biography about her. Oh. is the anus horribilis. Anus horribilis. The horrible, horrible yeah. anus. Horrible anus. But wait, horrible anus? 1992 is still not over. She <laughs> might have been a little premature. Oh, okay. Let me
2: say it was a very good year for the Bulls, I think. Yeah. I think you, you is, Chicago uh, Bulls. No, it's
1: 96. Well, this is title number one, or it's no, title number two for oh. the Bulls. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Good year for the Bulls. I'm not alive yet. Um, neither is Mike. <laughs> yeah. We're alive, Travis.
2: Wait, you were born in 92?
1: No, I was born in 93.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah, I
1: missed out on all this. Um, Because one day after she gives that speech about what a horrible year it's been, Charles tells Diana he wants a separation. Uh, So now they're finally starting the process of a divorce. On December 9th of 92, that's when uh, John Major, as Prime Minister, announces this to the public um, and to Parliament, basically saying... They are going to get separated, and then he sticks his foot in his mouth by going further and saying, but don't worry, they're not going to get divorced, and she'll still be queen when he becomes king. And everyone's like, wait a minute. Know what? what? That's not going to happen. That's the worst. <laughs> That'd be a terrible idea. Oh, is this one
2: of the ideas that someone in Camden came up with? Yeah. These weird uh, artists.
1: <laughs> Maybe they won't notice. But 1992 is still not over. <laughs> Because later that month, right before the new year, another bugged phone call is released. This time, it's not Diana and one of her lovers. It is Charles and Camilla. This is, again, a call from the 80s um, being leaked at this time. We don't really know why still. This one, it's just Charles complaining about his marriage and also just, like, Basically having phone sex with Camilla.
0: Oh, nasty.
1: At one point, he says that he wishes he could be reincarnated as a tampon so that he could live inside her trousers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a sick man. <laughs> Travis is dying over there. I was yeah. going
2: to make a joke, but oh, <laughs> don't need to do that. God. Yeah. I can't. I'm so excited <laughs> when you reach menopause <laughs> because then you will stop bleeding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you will only yeah, use tampons. I Plessia. only want to be around on your period and then I want you to throw me out when it's done. Like, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> this so, this guy's sick. Yeah, he is, is a, a real sick guy. Yeah, he's me. the
2: king, dude. You had to respect him. Don't talk shit. <laughs> this is shit.
1: King Charles. Whatever yeah. the kink I just—that's so funny. The king of England we have on tape saying that he wishes he was a tampon. We we live in a like farce of a society anyway. This is like, after it the Mandela like, effect, Travis. You're right. Yeah, see, that would what never happened. have happened. More, um, like,
0: more like the kink. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the king's head. Oh,
1: so ninety two finally ends, uh, but the unpleasantness doesn't stop. But it just r- slows down. <laughs> Uh, Charles and Diana still tabloid fodder, um, especially when Charles agrees to an extensive interview that just kind of drives a wedge between him and his mummy, because he just kind of complains like, "Oh, I'm king. I'm gonna be king. It's so sad. It makes it hard to be the future king." So he's uh, not like Simba. Sympathy, sympathy. Yeah,
2: he's yeah. not Simba. He like just can't wait to be king. Like he's like, I don't want to be this.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like I. I would assume he has fucked one cat. I could assume he's a little. <laughs> Probably similar. at least one. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth is in Moscow uh, in 1994. She's the first British monarch to go to Russia since 1908. Um, and while she's there, a book is published describing Charles's childhood, and it includes him as a source. Basically, it accuses Elizabeth of always being a distant mother, and that Philip was an extremely overbearing father. Um, hello, England. <laughs>
0: Oh, that, so he was like, raised
1: by a nanny for, like, f- most of his life. So what do you mean? Yeah. But
0: isn't that every English parent ever? Oh,
1: yeah. It's just richer English families.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what Oliver Twist wants. He just wants someone to be cold at him yeah. the whole time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he wants someone named Nigel yeah. yelling at him.
0: To say, that's a good boy. You Now, you I'm have actually, fun. You yeah. have fun at school today, and I'll see you at 7.30 p.m. for 20 minutes. <laughs> but don't bother me. Surprised. I'll be reading a paper.
2: I'm actually surprised there is no King Nigel. Well,
1: it's more of an Australian thing. Mm, right? I don't know. I thought they were about the well, same. Well, it's the same, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just associate it with the Aussies. Aussies Probably because just- of the thorn Aussie <laughs> Australia is just
0: like the Florida of England. It's just <laughs> like crazier England.
2: <laughs> it's crazier yeah. England. Yeah. Um, Although I did, I did meet a Nigel that in England that uh soul, he was he bred uh bloodhounds and he would sell them to saudi Arabian like nobility right wow. <laughs> <Wow>. that's <laughs> who a good were gig. pretending who were pretending to go on fox hunts
1: that's cool that's just yeah. good old-fashioned rich stuff
2: yeah mm-hmm. why not
1: <laughs> um,
2: um were, were the were the nobility doing fox- because I remember at some point, there was I, a crackdown on fox They hunts. had ended
1: the fox hunting. They still do them, but they don't actually hunt the fox.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they That's, put blood on their face and all that shit?
1: Yeah, they'll just, like, they'll ride along and be like, we've cornered him, ha ha ha, return for drinks now. That is also
0: one of the most English things I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's actually less English to kill the fox. Yeah, you know? to you leave, leave it alive. Mean? A good a good chase. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that's also, all right, I will give this to the Americans. It's like, here we have, like, bears, and you have, like, grizzly boys going out, you know, like, mountain men, killing bears. There's
0: cougars, there's coyotes. Yeah, or
2: cougars or something. Wolves. In England, they're like, we will kill this fox. It's basically <laughs> a cat that goes through your dumpster <laughs> and he eats his fucking garbage. It
0: got awfully close to my chickens.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so Diana's exploits are still dominating the airwaves because following Charles's interview and in his book, she follows with her own on November 14th of, uh, I think 94 or five. Um, it's Charles's 47th birthday. She informs the crown and like the whole app- crown apparatus that she is going to be appearing on the BBC's panorama which is an extended interview program that the BBC does. And it aired on November 20th of that year, Elizabeth and Philip's 48th wedding anniversary. Ooh! so definitely those, the two things were surely just coincidences.
0: Yes, of course. Mm.
1: It was a scathing interview. Uh, Diana is very open about her own struggles and infidelity, but is equally upfront about her perceived lack of support from the rest of the family and how Charles was just a real shitty husband. Uh, the-
2: Charles will not eat anus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, the two most memorable lines is the first where she says that there were three of us in the marriage, so it was a bit crowded, referring to Camilla. Okay. Um, and then she also basically questioned if Charles is even fit to be king, which oh. I think, again, right? <laughs> it,
0: it doesn't matter. The yeah. kings don't do anything. Um, I would have just wrote a book about how gay he was. <laughs>
1: there you go solve all your problems but
0: like look i married the guy i loved him and uh turns out he just loves dick too much so he can't even look me in the yeah, eyes it was the one thing we had in common yeah
2: are People. you calling camilla a lady boy or are you calling the queen a lady boy? no, no
0: just, Camilla's just his new i'm beard. just saying his go-to oh, he would beard. just have to put okay. it all on the table yeah. yeah like charles what are you gay you're so cold <laughs> it's just like no no i've been having sex with someone oh, oh i've been got caught be. now <laughs> And she's like, you I told
1: you're, you, I want to be a tampon. <laughs> <You're>, yes.
0: <laughs> not an ass tampon <laughs> for men. A woman's Andrew, tampon.
2: Andrew has so much more vitality
1: than Charles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, good for Diana. Yeah. Getting it out there.
1: Uh, not good for Diana. Was that part of the reason she was so scathing in this interview and part of the reason that it was so like, abrupt, like, her press secretary and a couple other people on her team quit because they had no idea she was doing this, and she kind of dropped it on them. Sure. It was because the guy, the interviewer, Martin Bashir, um, had forged documents alleging that Charles was giving money to news outlets that were hounding Diana and basically, like, drove her paranoia to, like, the highest level it was. So he was just gaslighting her into doing this interview. Amazing. And that all came out, like, not that long ago that we we found that out. Really? Yes. Um, Eventually, like Panorama, the show would be shut down because of, like, really shady journalistic shit. Oh, but... And this guy got Martin Bashir, went to CNN, and then got fired from CNN for doing something like this.
2: Right, so this is pretty much like the Try Guys.
1: Yeah, he is a Try Guy. Martin
0: Bashir is the first ever Try Guy. So there you go. Now you have another instance in which um, you have taxpayer money paying for scandal. Yep. (laughs) Again, BBC is 100% funded by the by those poor UK folks who don't even want to watch
1: it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's finally time for a divorce Um, after these two interviews it's like all right, just get this shit over with everyone it would be agreed on upon on February 28th 1996 Um, this divorce contrasted greatly with the one finalized in May of 96 between Fergie and Andrew Uh, they had to split pretty much amicably neither of them were really happy but they were still friendly with each other And uh, Fergie would even claim that they were, quote, the happiest unmarried couple, which I mean, I think an engaged couple would be happier than them, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, And would probably fit the definition of a couple.
2: And then this is also Mm. going on during probably the best Winter Olympics ever. Nagano
1: 1996. Yep. We got Nagano 96 going on. It's easy easy to have a clean divorce.
2: Nagano
1: 96. (laughs) The fuck is Nagano. It's in Japan, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds Chinese, Japan. Um Diana and Charles' divorce would not be finalized until August. Um, it was announced in February. Did they say finalized? Yeah. Agreed in February, finalized in August. Um, and it's pop- possible they were the ha- unhappiest unmarried couple because uh, they still hated each other and would talk about it a lot in the press. Strange metric, but yeah. sure. But there are major political changes going on in England at this time. Um, after 16 years of Tory party rule, going back to Thatcher's first premiership in the seventies in May, 1997, Tony Blair and his new labor agenda have won the day winning a huge majority and bringing Tony Blair into 10 Downing street. Oh. So I
2: don't know for me being like, uh, a kid of like the when I was a child, late nineteen nineties, early two thousands. When I don't even think of like the Queen as being like the most British thing. I think of Tony Blair being the most.
1: British Yeah. Well, I think of David Beckham and Posh Spice as the most British. Oh, them too at the time. Those oh. guys,
2: those guys too. Yeah. But then I also think of anal.
1: <laughs> that's that's also pretty British. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Blair has the distinction of being the first prime minister under Elizabeth to have been born during her reign. Um all the other ones had been born either during George's or uh Edward's or other Georges. You you're basically saying she's old. Yeah. She's old now. Okay. Old. We've lost the she's, you know, she started with Winston Churchill, the guy who was born during Queen Victoria's reign, and now yeah. she's up to Tony Blair. Mm. Uh, So, the divorce is finalized. Diana remains in the limelight, however. And it's 1997. It's the summer. Um, She'd been with a few different fellas after leaving Charles. And her current boyfriend at the time was Dodi Fayed, the son of an Egyptian billionaire that owned the department store Harrods. Oh, that's Hmm. a good boyfriend to have. Yeah. Very
2: good. Yeah, so we went into the whole Selfridge, Um, the guy who started that. Harrods is the competitor. Mm. Very old, established English uh, department store. Yeah. But also, um, you know, at this point, the Japanese actually came up with the term bukkake. <laughs> Is that the Referring most... to Princess Diana.
1: During her summer of 97?
2: <laughs> yeah, during her summer of
1: 97. <laughs> oh, interesting. That
2: was when the... It was actually an adopted uh, vocabulary in Japan.
0: Oh, wow! It sounds so japanese who would have thought
2: yeah who would have, who would have thought
1: yeah so it's um Elizabeth is back in Balmoral uh, with most of the rest of the royal family for the August holiday that they always take at one a m on sunday august thirty first nineteen ninety seven The British embassy in Paris places a phone call to Balmoral to the secretary on duty at the time. He immediately arouses the rest uh, the Queen and the King and Prince of Wales, which is Charles. Apparently Diana and Dodie, uh, her boyfriend, had been involved in a horrific car crash. By 4 a.m., they received confirmation from the embassy that Diana was dead. Along with Dodie, their driver and the bodyguard that was in the car was in critical condition. He just happened to be the only one of the four wearing a seatbelt. I'm just going to throw that out there now. All right, put your seatbelt. on. Put your seatbelts on, kids.
2: I'm just going to say seatbelts don't matter when you get hit by an RPG.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. Uh, So Charles was the one who had to inform his sons, William and Harry, that their mother had been killed in the night when they woke up that morning. Could you imagine? Like... Uh, boys, I have some terrible
0: news. Uh, that woman I've been referring to as that stupid whore ho- ho- bitch for quite some time, <laughs> for most of your lives. Um, dumb cunt, sometimes yes. you might hear me say. Or you I mean grandmother, her- papa? No, no, not no, that one. Um, what is it? Uh, your bitch whore mother. Oh, mummy. Uh, the cunty bitch whore mother. Well, yes, she's been killed uh, in an Egyptian sausage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And he, and, he, and then he goes. And Harry, I'm not referring to you. That's yeah. I'm not you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not your papa. Uh, but your head, mama is dead. <laughs> I'm gonna have to break it to you
1: also because you still sleep in bunk beds.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so obviously there are bajillion conspiracy theories. Travis brought up the idea that there was an RPG. Maybe fired at them. I didn't hear that one, but I got a bunch of other ones that are real spy shit. Um. The official story is that uh, Paul, the driver, had a BA three and a half times the legal limit in France and had been, like, goading this paparazzi into following them um, and then was also, like, driving really fast and swerving to avoid the seven paparazzi motorcycles behind them.
2: Right. Well, that, that one we can throw out because a BA in France, like, that's legal. You would legally have to have that blood alcohol in England to drive.
3: <laughs> right. So- oh,
2: right.
1: Yeah. Well, and th- he's a French guy, this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he um, wasn't used to it. So. He wasn't used to it.
2: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Um, there's also the accusations that the paparazzi caused the crash. Um, there are accusations that uh, the driver was an MI6 agent, and this was a suicide mission in order to get Diana killed, which would be a really bad way of killing her. I don't know. Uh, there was uh, an I they like it's clean. Yeah, yeah, it's clean. There's <laughs> no guarantee. What if
0: she put her seatbelt on? Look, if I hated myself a lot, too, and I wanted to give my wife something real nice, I'd be like, look, I'll I'll kill myself. <laughs> I will kill. And an, You put any
1: royalty in my car, I'll fucking drive right off a yeah. cliff. So actually, six of the paparazzi, I think it was six, it might have been, five, let's say five to eight of the paparazzi that were there are actually arrested by the police because they were just kind of standing around taking pictures of the bodies. Well, why not? I mean, yeah, but also... It's, from, I don't know. You're in a tunnel. Yeah.
0: You're like, in a yeah, tunnel. Cell service. Yeah. It's 1997. They didn't even invent cell service. The
1: cell, your cell phone is the size of the car. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're only on mo- motorcycles.
2: They're
0: probably um,
1: sitting
2: there playing snake, waiting for it to happen.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> dodi's father would claim, I think he still Wait, claims. Would
2: you say Do- Dobie? Like the guy Do- in Harry Dodi.
1: Potter? <laughs> <laughs> D-O-D-I. Dotty Dodi, 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 I don't know. Uh, His dad would claim for years that the royal family killed his son, and um, there were theories that Diana was pregnant at the time. Some people allege that the, blood, the MI6 had caused the crash by swerving into the limousine and then swapped the blood samples of the driver with a drunk man. <laughs> That's believable. Um, yeah. There's also reports that the flashes from the paparazzi caused it, but... Like, they've tried to recreate, and who knows? I don't really give a shit. Were there any um, arrows or bullets found in Diana? Uh, no.
0: Okay. There was a hatchet found buried in her forehead. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it was a ceremonial uh, a ceremonial hatchet that most French limousines have, correct? Yeah. Well, here's There's,
2: the thing, though. Like, I mean, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but here's the thing. Like, they did an autopsy on her, but, like, that, you could just change... You know what I mean? Like, I don't well, know. She yeah. yeah well, a fucking also, bullet one attack. of the
1: other things is, like, she didn't have any, like, really visibly bad injuries. So, there's a report. There's, like, the theory that MI6 was on the ambulance and just, like, poisoned her. It's so, like, the crash happened, and they're like, this is our chance. We're going to be the team that responds in the ambulance and kill her on the way to the hospital. Right. Let's get this Egyptian guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get this fucker out of the right. way, also. He's, yeah. You don't like him. I
2: call- like, after a night of drinking, when you open up your phone, you're like, should I go to Domino's app? And then you do it. Yeah. And that's like basically the nail in the coffin for the rest of your night. Um,
0: I, I could believe. It. I mean, look, JFK had a uh, he had an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Correct? Probably. No, we know that they <laughs> published it like it was all published, but it was all faked. Everything was faked. His brain was in a billion pieces. And then they show a little bullet in the newspaper. Look at the back of his head. Yeah. It's like well we don't we know that we saw his case. head
1: explode yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so like we can't we know we can't trust we these saw people. him
1: pop like a balloon i'm like, not
0: gonna say yeah. that there's any good conspiracies on the table but this is definitely ripe for conspiracy yeah. yeah and uh i would believe something shady happened i don't know if any of these but
1: in all sincerity who the fuck knows right um so whatever the truth was the Queen reacted to Diana's death in a similar manner to how she did when uh, Dickie Mountainbatten had been killed by that IRA bombing. Mm. Uh, she focused all of her attention on William and Harry and just wanted to make sure that they were okay, that they were, you know, their mom had died. That's, that's tragedy. Piss off, Grandma. Me moms <laughs> <Yeah>. did. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Me moms <laughs> did. <laughs> um, however, there's this massive, massive public outpouring of grief uh makeshift memorials are going up and they're, after the shock has kind of worn off on the first day or two the public reaction is anger mostly directed initially at the media like at around buckingham palaces all these people are like coming to mourn reporters are kind of scared off because people are like f- breaking out in fights with the, any reporter they see why not throwing um, english eggs at
2: them yeah which are a lot harder than uh, German eggs. Yeah, and orange,
1: yeah. and they wash off harder than the yellow mm-hmm. yolks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are all these, like, really dumb controversies about the way the royal family was grieving. So the first one that happened is, so it's a Sunday that morning that all this has happened. The news breaks. And the queen goes to her regular Sunday church service, and she asks William and Harry, you know, do you want to come with me to church they say yes, you know, like we want to. I think it was Harry who's like Harry's only like ten when this happened. It's like yeah, I want to talk to mom, and she's like, oh, that's sweet, let's go. And in the Scottish, like the Scottish Episcopal or Scottish Protestant, whatever the church is, you never mention the names of dead people. That's like a tr- like part of the theology is like they're in God's hands now. So the so Diana's name is not mentioned during the service, and the press gets wind of this, and none of them knowing that this is a thing in Scotland are like. The Queen ordered them not to mention Diana, even though she died this morning. <laughs> Jeez. Another one of these controversies... It's kind of like how the
2: the, the Scottish don't like to mention uh, Trump's golf course.
1: <laughs> don't bring it up. Just don't, don't talk up. about Just it. Stop. Yeah. Um. Another one of these mini controversies is that... So at Buckingham Palace, there's a big flagpole right in the middle, right in the courtyard. And throughout all, like, the last 150 years, the only flag that was ever flown would be the Royal Standard, so not the Buckingham... Not the Union Jack, like, just the Royal Standard would fly, and only when the Queen was in residence. People didn't really know that for whatever reason, and so they were like, not only is she not flying the flag at half-mast for Diana, she took the whole flag away instead. Everyone's like... She's like, no, that's just how it always is that would be unacceptable yeah. Look, i'm just, I'm just
2: saying that if charles wasn't flying at half mast most of the time this never would have happened yeah
0: <laughs> true uh let, let me ask you a question what uh, is that a, still a thing today where they I fly think that they've changed it i think now
1: do they have a ukraine flag now <laughs> 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 it's half a ukraine flag half of a pride flag all right cool yeah that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's always at half mast right <laughs> now i when i was in when I lived in England, someone had told me, and I don't know if it's true or not that now it's the Union Jack when she's not there and the royal standard when she's there. oh, but yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore, also for security purposes, like it's really dumb, yeah, it's like she's here, yeah. she's here, aim yeah. <laughs> take fire <laughs> um so. All of this is going on just in the week between her death and uh, Diana's funeral. So the press is enraged. They're so mad that the queen has not come out and done anything. Um, Here's a selection of headlines from this week. The first one from the Daily Express. Show us you care. This one from The Sun. Where is our queen? Where is her flag? God, this is like a drunk guy on a front lawn. Yeah, right? then show his, us your gash yeah. from the Daily Show me you can. From the Daily Mirror. Your people are suffering. Speak to us, ma'am. Oh. Oh God. Uh opinion polls taken during this week showed the highest support ever in Britain for abolishing the monarchy.
0: <laughs> oh great.
1: Dang. It was like twenty six percent, but still that's the highest it ever has been. Wow, what's wrong with you British people? And this is blind. Like, you're this angry that the monarch you want to get rid of the monarchy because the monarch is not adequately grieving the princess. <laughs> right (laughs)
2: yeah this is also before (laughs) v for vendetta came out
1: yeah you're right oh man (laughs) well wait was it uh, when did did the graphic novel come
2: out (laughs) dude it doesn't matter the movie
1: right the only thing (laughs)
2: um
1: i can never think about v for vendetta without thinking about the time that tom and i were watching v for vendetta together on the 5th of november with it was like me, you, Gabs, Lizzie, Emily, and Julia. And Dahlia was sitting in front of us as we're watching and farted so loud she scared herself. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm kinda that.
2: surprised you didn't say like like both of you as well as your wives and sisters just grew neck beards. Like down to your <laughs> yeah past. No, we no, we are all wearing the anonymous
1: like, mask. Yeah, your uh-huh. wives
2: all just grew Adam's apples and the hair just like went below that
0: yeah <laughs> how do you know my wife doesn't have an adam's apple
2: dude i don't know uh how dare you assume that pro- progressive they thems i yeah. was so excited to be present at your wedding for they thems yeah wearing use
0: use, use guys.
1: guys yeah that, that's
0: those are my pronouns uh, yous, use and guys the
1: use guys take <laughs> thems to be your wife
2: <laughs> Yeah. dude i love that's the, great the pastor said that at your wedding
0: yeah well he was a good guy he's very
1: progressive yeah i know
2: he worked at white castle but
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so it isn't until the friday uh of this week that the queen finally <laughs> you know starts to show her face in public the first thing they do is they go and um greet the mourners at balmoral then they head to london um a- there's, it's always talked about as this great moment where she's driving through the crowds, and the whole week, everyone talks about how silent it is. Like, it's just really eerily quiet, okay. and it's like hundreds of thousands of people surrounding the palace, and just like, sniffled tears is all you really hear. And so when the queen arrives, it, like, another hushed silence occurs, and she... They get out outside the gates, which is the first, like, a big, you know, what are they doing? And they're walking around, looking at all the, the flowers that had been laid out. Um... And at one point, uh, she's t- now she's talking to like, the mourners, and one girl has a bouquet of flowers, and Elizabeth walks over to her and is like, oh, do you want me to go lay those on the memorial for you? And she says, no, ma'am, they're for you. And that's talked about in every single one of these biographies. Wow, I
0: got to fart again
1: <laughs> after hearing that <laughs> shit.
2: Right? right. And then, then she put the flowers on the grave, and she went,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it with the British and their uh, little sing songies? Yeah, I love chants.
2: gang lyric, gang vocals. That's... Yeah. Uh uh uh, uh 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 uh
0: It's like what's wrong with you all? <laughs> just scream and get drunk like you're good at.
2: They do that too.
1: Yeah, just do one. <laughs> uh so she gives a speech uh live address or not a live address, it might probably is rec- a recorded one, um, to the nation, you know, acknowledging her grief and grieving for her ex-daughter-in-law, I guess, but also mostly talking about um taking care of William and Harry. It was received very positively. This kind of put an end to the accusations that she didn't care at all from most people, although others would never um forgive her for it. Her funeral is the next day, September 6th. All the traffic in London is cleared in order to make way for it. Um, One million people apparently lined the route of her coffin. Tommy asked about Elton John. Yeah. Was he at the wedding? Did he make the funeral? He was at the funeral. He sung a nice song. Did he? He sung Candle in the Wind. Dude, could you imagine if they put her... A coffin
0: right on top of his baby grand, <laughs> and, <he's, laughs> and, and he starts spinning around. But he's
1: wearing the Dodgers yeah. uniform. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Yeah. And then Britney Spears pops out because we're doing a time warp. She just yeah. released a new single with Ellen John because she's free now,
0: right? Um, yeah, so that would be fun to see just that, I guess. Yeah. The guy. The guy knows how to rock, and he knows how to suck cock, and yep. he is not <laughs> fucking pulling any punches.
2: Dude, so, I think that the coolest thing... About, sorry, we didn't need to go too much off on it, Elton John, but I think that... Well, this is where
1: cool, this episode's ending, so...
2: Well, I was going to say, <laughs> the cool thing about Elton John is that he is open about sucking cock, whereas like Keith Richards is like, I never sucked a cock. Like, dude, you're fucking blowing dudes all night. Just own up to it.
0: Well, yeah. I, I, he can do whatever he wants fucking keith richards who cares does anyone respect his opinion they just go yeah rock and roll that's what they do they just yeah, say yeah rock and roll
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: you released a vinyl with a zipper on it
1: oh cool lips yeah <laughs> lips and tongue so uh is buried two and a half million people or two and a half billion people are apparently watching around the globe no, um, they counted me. I think my mom had that shit on. I was like, yeah, no, they... I'm playing with clay. I don't know this yeah, dumb bitch. But you counted <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, it was probably the most trying week for the queen, the, from the death to the burial in her entire reign. Wow. Saying something that. So, oh, that's some, the hardest part. Someone died? So, like something that your everyone Your son's has to ex-wife with? that you all hated died. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> trying times.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say the Japanese has a word for it. bukaki. Yeah, right, so uh, Nagano Winter <laughs> <laughs> Olympics, it was formed.
1: <laughs> so next week we'll uh, we'll finish off Queenie's story, talking about the doddering old grandmother she'd become.
2: Yeah, Connor, thanks for bringing that in. You you asked us, and I mentioned this earlier on, to do a little homework and ask. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, the women of our life, it's what they think
1: of Di- lady die.
2: Yeah. Tom, what did you come up with?
0: Uh, I talked to my wife, and uh, she said that uh, it looked like Princess Di was real sweet, and that the Queen—I don't know—I think she watched The Crown. I think she was just saying just things. was saying what The Crown said. Yeah, yeah d- those were things. Um, um yeah, it, <laughs> was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was nothing. There was no hot takes. Yeah. And I kind of caught her off guard. We were, like, driving. I was just like, what do you think about uh, Princess, Princess Diana? Diana. She's like, well, I know this. I kind of think it was like this. Yeah. You know, maybe she was kind of mistreated. I'm like, all right, that's not really worth talking about for, <laughs> you know. You know, not that it was an off take. I'm, yeah, just, it's I'm just... talking about how not good of a take <laughs> it, or interesting take yeah. it was uh, for too long. Sorry.
2: Yeah, so so my my partner... She said uh, like I said she was a style icon for sure cuz you think of all those ladies in the early 90s cutting their hair short like the Karen look. She invented right. yep. the Karen.
1: She yeah, really I mentioned did. that too so. If you yeah, didn't if down. you didn't um like yeah, know sure. who Princess Diana was and just like saw a screen grab of her and then put like a headline of like Karen Berate's, um <laughs> like White like White Castle employee. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, if if I saw
0: a photo of her, a candid photo, I would just assume she's the kind of person who starts reading the mail before they bring it all into the house. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like one of those like takes a letter and starts yeah. and puts the flips rest the, of the mail under there, and it. starts flipping through it and like opens one letter. Let's the envelope float away in the wind. She, she just ordered- seems busy.
3: Yeah,
2: she orders a macchiato. That's all I got to say. It's the same thing as a latte, they just you do it differently. Um she also said that she thought that the world would be different because um Diana was very much a philanthropist. Um I don't really agree with that statement. But like
1: She touched an AIDS patient's hand, Travis. Yeah. yeah. You know
2: what? Freddie Mercury's hand. cured
1: AIDS in that guy.
2: Yeah. Rubbed Freddie Mercury's cock. But my mom, I didn't even need to talk to my mom because she talks about this like every time I see her. She talks about (laughs) how Diana died. She's like, I just feel bad for the kids. I just feel bad for the kids so much. Harry, oh my God. God, this guy! Uh, oh my God, I feel so bad for him, and now he's married to the black, the black lady. Oh my God, I'm so, I feel so bad for him. This is what couldn't happens. Even, couldn't even dress in his Iraq uniform that he wore. Oh my God. Well so,
0: all right. Well, yeah. uh, did we? I, I don't know. Connor was. There, is there
1: any hot takes we should know? What about? I don't know. I, I forgot to do my own homework. You forgot. You just asked <laughs> us. To I do asked it. you guys to do it. Forgot to ask Lizzie about her. Um, I did have a coworker after Elizabeth died say that like it was terrible what she did to Charles, and I just looked at her. I was like, "What do you mean by that?" And she was like, "Oh, <sighs> forcing her to forcing him to marry Diana." I was like, "I wait, what?" So she was like, "Yeah, oh." Elizabeth, you know, Charles was in love with Camilla, and uh, Elizabeth made him break it off and then forced him to marry that awful woman. And I was like, oh, okay. And I you, hadn't heard that someone one Someone who works in a library <laughs> said this to you?
0: The fuck? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Dude, open So a what's book, their favorite dude. book?
0: What's that person's favorite book? I have no idea. We definitely do
1: not have the same reading tastes. Oh, okay. Probably Twilight. No. Probably like Wuthering Heights. <laughs> oh. <No>. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that was the first time I'd ever gotten that reaction. I feel like most of the time, people like Diana that I know of. Enjoyed her. I From a really young age, I remember her dying. I
0: guess I was nine when that happened. And to my core, I could not care. (laughs) I just, I was like, I don't. Well, you're nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was nine, and I never liked royal. I've never been like, oh, the king and queen and the royalty of England. I've never seen that as like a positive thing. Yeah. I don't care. I never have. Um. So it's kind of funny. I just like uh it's funny yeah. to me. You know, she's see. She... No,
2: I also remember it, Tom. I mean, we're the same age. Were you crying? I I wasn't crying. My penis was crying. Uh, but weird. <laughs> no I remember the day I definitely do um, And to go back on the point Of like uh, What my partner said about how like She thinks it changed the world with philanthropy I mean I I, I think she made an impact on Culture But I didn't realize how fu- at When I was nine years old I didn't realize how fucked up our founding fathers were
3: <laughs> Yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So,
0: well, well, she got AIDS to show you you can't get AIDS. That's Dude, right, and easy.
1: And it might, but if you get AIDS, you can still die in a car accident. Yeah, yep.
2: Freddie. You know, Freddie Mercury was actually in that tunnel, got run over.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that's
0: he was a speed bump. Okay, this is getting <laughs> stupid. Um, yes. Good night, everyone. Uh, Thank you, Connor, for this installment. More Queenie to come. Yes. Um, Give us your money. Go to patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. It's the finest podcast you've ever listened to today. I know that for a fact. You
2: you can see me color. These are cool things that we do on the show for like an hour. Watch
1: Travis color.
2: Yeah. It's like an hour. This is like you, you get Bob Ross, except I can't grow a fro. Yeah. No. Tom could. I dare you.
0: Me? i can seen you. I got old.
2: Oh, what? You can't take it out now. anymore?
0: Nah, I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Nah, I actually haven't tried. Um, Maybe one day I will. If I will you give us Ross enough money. I yeah. will grow fro. Maybe next time you come out here, Travis, we'll shoot a video together. An instructional art video. Yes. We'll show how to draw our favorite sports logos on each other's chests.
2: Oh, I like that. Do You yeah, still have your good. tattoo machine?
0: I do. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's make it happen. All right. Nighty night and Danky Shane. Danku
2: Dank-o-shank. Shanky.
0: Danku <laughs> Shanky. All right.